2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, episode 242 of the Throwdown Thursday podcast. This is a very special episode because, as you can see, we are, um, well, we're we're live now, but not when you're watching this. Uh, we are uh, here with multiple teams, and uh, we are, of course, as always, broadcasting live from the Pat uh, Cave of Magenta Manor. And uh, did I say who I was yet? I didn't say no, who I was yet.
3: no, who are you?
2: Uh, I am your host, but you can call me Patsy the Angry Nerd. And uh, I am joined, of course, by my co-host on the show and my co-host in life. I almost bonked you because I never know which way to go when I'm looking at myself on on the screen. She is the Baroness of Bordeaux, the Countess of Cabernet, the Mistress of Merlot, the Real Housewife of Transylvania, the Michael Phelps of Wine, the Queen of the Monsters, and an honorary Lizzie. Ladies and gentlemen, it's... Ashes my nightmare.
3: Did you say Mistress Merlot?
2: Did I? I, I don't think know. I did. I,
3: maybe I, I kind of zoned out. I there. Heard it.
2: Okay, I did. Say okay,
3: good. Good. I think you need to make a checklist.
2: I think I do need a checklist.
3: For every time you could just check it. I called her this. Okay. I called her this. Just oh, make, no. sure, make sure that I uh, look over the checklist every week. Make sure I'm not <laughs>
2: calling you stuff that uh, you don't want me to call you. Uh huh. Uh but as you saw, we are uh, part of the dorkening Network and as such we are brought to you by Deadly Ground Coffee. Uh once you go Deadly, you don't go back. Uh yeah, I know that. I don't know what it is. Um but uh yeah, now you're throwing me out because I'm getting messages. Ooh, kinda. So kinda I sexy. think we kinda
3: need to something a little bit for people who might be listening to the audio oh, version yeah, of it and not watching the video so we are both recording live audio and video so if you're listening to this via your usual listening spot uh, if you're interested, you can go to YouTube, to the Throwdown Thursday channel, and check out the the video and all of our fabulous guests who are joining us today, who are going to be announced in just a moment.
2: Yes, and we're going to do this in uh, phonetic alphabetical order. No, I'm just kidding. We're just going to do it in whatever order I like. Uh, first, we are going to introduce, uh, let's see, uh, let's go with... Uh, podcaster and uh, kaiju expert. He's uh, written a book called Dargola, and uh, now I can't remember the Mega Drac. Uh, That was the other one. Not uh, regular Mm -hmm. Drac, but Mega Drac. Uh, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, Mr. Christopher Nigro. Chris, how are you today?
4: I'm doing fine. It's an honor to be here. Honor to have you actually mention and mispronounce my kaiju's name. That is an incredible honor.
2: Oh, (laughs) Sorry, I've, I've only ever seen it written.
4: Dargala. Uh,
2: oh, Dargala. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I guess, uh, you know, it's like run with the wind. You know, it's one of those uh, things. I've only seen it written.
4: Apology accepted, th- considering I, I was up all an entire night thinking up that name.
2: Well, I appreciate you uh, putting the record straight. So now I know that it's Dargala. Thank you very much. Next. We are moving on to horror actress and model and all-around bloody badass uh, making her uh, return to the show. It's Jess Snyder. Hi. How are you doing today, Jess?
5: Fantastic. How are
2: you? I'm all right. I'm glad that we have so many awesome people joining us on the show today. Next up, we have uh, a wonderful young lady... Who is uh, super awesome? Big anime fan, loves uh, loves the monster stuff, and uh, making. I think, if not her debut, one of uh, one of the first Actually, times she's ever been on a show. Yeah, no, this is my
6: debut, so you're
2: welcome. <laughs> and I'm very excited to
6: be here, but yeah, no, I'm doing very good. I'm super monstered up. I like did like a whole uh, slew of the Godzilla movies and the Kong movies before we did this, along with some of the comics. So I'm excited to be here, and thank you for having me.
2: And you're wearing an amazing shirt today.
6: <gasps> I am. How was YouTube an <laughs> Exorcist shirt? Yes, plug, plug, plug. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing
2: I had it so <laughs> that's always good. Mm-hmm. Next up we have uh, some people call him uh, second Patsy and <laughs> the only person who has uh, dressed up as me for Halloween that is not living with me uh, it is powerful Landon I gotta figure out what that clicking sound is. yeah that would be awesome.
7: Uh but hi everyone. Uh I'm I'm glad to be here. Uh I this is the umpteenth time that you guys have uh graciously asked me to be on your your podcast. Uh and I think for tonight dealing with this particular topic, uh many, many people in the audience once hearing me speak about what it is uh we'll we'll be talking about, uh, will ask the same question I did when you asked if I wanted to be on this episode, and that is
2: why (laughs) that's generally the uh response you get usually it's like uh yes for forty (laughs) dollars i gotta figure i don't know what that sound is uh leo if you have any ideas and speaking of leo it Uh, is the uh i don't know what what, what's the uh the, the official title the
0: uh grand exalted ruler of the dorkening Podcast. I, 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 I go with Poobah. I, 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 yeah, Poobah. Grand Poobah. <laughs>
2: That's a good one. I, I'll, I'll accept that. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Uh, and uh, you said uh, sorry, I'm peeking out a little bit. Uh, $40. Uh, do we all get $40? Uh, no, you have to ask for $40. Money, yes. <laughs> Maybe
7: you don't get $40. <laughs> you
0: have to uh, ask for the $40 before uh yeah uh my name is leo i uh dorkening podcast network you can find me uh every monday with uh with patsy here and uh phil from dark discussions doing our indie creator spotlight and uh we do a slew of other shows on the weekend uh throughout the week uh tuesdays we're doing a comic book show now and uh wednesdays uh doing a show with the token dead guys and then uh another dorkening show on wednesday so uh i get absolutely no sleep whatsoever
2: uh-huh. well, that's probably good because you don't need it oh uh, brandon's Brandon's blocking every other probably something sexy going on
7: yeah no nothing, nothing nothing's <laughs> going on over here <laughs> right.
1: everything's, everything's
7: good. <laughs> uh, <clears throat>
2: hey we don't we don't uh we don't approve of that type of behavior on this show <laughs> 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 ah. <laughs> mm. Oh, sweet, <laughs> <ease> the pain. <laughs> uh, so today, because no one, uh, no one has said uh, what the topic is yet. Well, because that's your job. Because it is my job as the host. Uh, we are going to be discussing our wild speculation for the upcoming long, long overdue Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this type of show uh, is that we have a lot of people out here who are uh very well versed in the kaiju lore and we have people who are in the middle of the road and we have people who are pretty much neophytes and I love getting all the different um you know points of view and and different uh, different, uh levels of fandom
0: so God damn I wish I knew what the hell that friggin' clicking sound was <laughs> uh <laughs> well try uh maybe your uh mixers USB right yes Hmm. Probably not the USB interface. Maybe unplug the actual uh, XLR and plug it back in. The XLR? Oh, my microphone? Yeah, maybe. But it sounds technical.
3: Did you try turning it off and turning it back on again?
0: <laughs> Plan B
7: is, do you have a hammer? <laughs>
2: I don't want to hammer it. You know what? Plan B is, uh, I'm just not going to...
7: Oh. Uh, is it? No, it's
2: It's still going, it sounds.
7: Not as severe,
0: though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's oh, so not weird. There. It sounds like a
6: keyboard
0: or something. Yeah, yeah it does sound <laughs> You want to hop back down and hop back in, see if it yeah, goes... let Yeah, uh, let
2: me do this. So, uh, you guys uh, talk amongst yourselves. Uh, <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. Holy Roman <laughs> Empire would be the Holy Roman Noran Empire. Discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs>
7: uh Man. So yeah, I'm one of the neophytes that he was talking about. This is uh not my my wheelhouse at all. So I
5: not seen anything.
7: Well, I mean, it's it's good to know I'm not the only one that's not like incredibly well versed.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not super versed myself. Uh, I mean, I, I love Godzilla, and I've seen you know a lot of the um, the classics, and obviously love the new ones. But I don't know, like you know, I get mixed up with names every now and then. So
7: <laughs> that's fair. I, yeah. I completely understand that. Uh, I mean, I I did watch I watched uh, four movies this week in order to prepare for this, and uh, two of them I really enjoyed, and two of them I really watched.
0: Nice, um, Patsy. The noise was still going when you were away, so I don't think it's me. Okay, do you want to like mute uh, each person like individually to see if it goes well? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll start with uh,
2: Mr. Mr. Brandon. This is making for a compelling radio. Well,
3: let's we see. can always
2: you can always edit this. Yes. we can't edit. Well, maybe edit the video. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's let's mute or maybe we just
3: upload
2: the video. There, here we go. No, still getting it. I don't think it's Leo, but um, to be fair, it's not Leo. Let's go to Pauline. Probably... Nope. How about Jess? Okay, it's Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, you want to hop out and hop back in? Because I think it's you.
5: Oh, lovely. Yeah, okay. I'll go right back.
2: Thank you. All right. Well, I knew we'd get to the bottom of it. All right, so that was some compelling radio. Yes, we're going to be talking about Godzilla versus Kong today. Uh, hopefully, it's
3: Godzilla chewing the power lines.
2: Yeah, it's interference it's, uh... from from uh, G lasers <laughs> and cameras. I, I
7: thought you were going to go a different route. Like, the line's not haunted. It was Old Lady Snyder who runs the old amusement park.
2: Actually, uh, Jess. Does work for a uh, a haunt which is actually haunted in.
7: Look at me, finger <laughs> on the pulse. I'm amazing, guys.
2: You're so much better, Jess. Oh, thank. You. All right, so. Let's go around the room and uh, figuratively, and uh, let's let's find out where people are as far as their fandom. And since the way I'm looking at the screen, it goes me, then Brandon, then Leo, then underneath that is Colleen, then Chris, then Jess. So we're gonna go in that order, and then you know we can always swing back uh, different ways later on. But so we'll start with Brandon. Brandon, when uh, I asked you about this the other day, other than why. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean,
7: it, it is very much what happened. Like oh, I, I get with friends, but seriously, why? <laughs> uh,
2: and you asked you asked about uh, different different movies to watch, and you know stuff that I recommended. Uh, what was your level of knowledge when it came to Godzilla and uh, Kong?
7: Uh, I mean, I had seen as a kid, like a very little kid. Um, the original King Kong and uh the remake with oh, Jack. Je- what? No, 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 no. As a kid, as a kid.
2: Oh, um, oh, oh, um Jeff Jessica, La- Jessica Lange.
7: Is that who's in it? Yep. Yep. Nineteen
2: seventy-six yeah. when he climbs the twin towers.
7: Yeah. Um, and I had seen a couple of. I saw the original Godzilla and a couple of other ones. Um, because my dad was was into all of those. I mean, my dad was born in '45, and he was like an an OG geek, so he he just loved all that stuff. Um, he passed a lot of that geekiness on to me, but the the kaiju large Japanese monster thing is not anything that ever really appealed to me. Which. Um, you would think honestly with all the other stuff that I'm really into however my my youngest brother who's he's 14 years younger than me um, he is super into Godzilla and uh, he has like numerous DVDs and stuff and uh, because of that, I still didn't reach out to him at all to ask him anything about Godzilla <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a solid plan uh, so, let's move on. Leo, what about you? you're You're literally decades older than most of us, um, but you hide it well. Um, <laughs> nicely put, nicely put.
3: leo leo has a, a a photograph somewhere that's aging
2: yes there's a there's a picture in his uh, that's why he has to fight the snakes I know I made that joke about leo was dual wielding axes
0: to kill snakes that's based that's a on true a true story. story that's true yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I for a little while I, I and most of you probably heard the story but I lived uh I moved back into uh, uh my parents old farmhouse when I came back from Florida and um yeah, I found out that it was infested with snakes. Um yes. I, I was killing I, I was killing about a dozen snakes a summer. And so we just
7: like we just like why did it have to be snakes?
0: Oh yeah, exactly. As a matter of fact, <laughs> my, my, my wife, she, she uh was coming over one time and uh, I, I was actually doing a live broadcast and I had to stop mm-hmm. it and go because she was crying outside because she drove up and there's a snake crawling up the side of the house and she didn't want to come in <laughs> yeah,
3: see, that's
1: <laughs> well
0: my reaction Yeah,
3: no, no I can't even
0: but hear it no, the here. <laughs> <moving>. <laughs> but the, the dual axes it was uh, I used uh, uh, an axe to kill the snakes but uh, I would use one to pull the snake down if it was crawling up the wall uh, and then the other one to dispatch of it so, <laughs> yeah. <I didn't>
7: even, <laughs> hold on wait 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 I, wait, wait. I, I, I need to know were you using the sharp part of the axe or just bludgeoning them with it?
0: <laughs> uh, it a sharp... okay, B. so, so <laughs> it was initially the sharp part, but because I'm killing them on cement, because this is in the back room where the washer and dryer was, <laughs> yeah. the, the axes would become dull, so eventually it would be bludgeoning. <laughs> If you've ever seen the
2: final fight between Professor and Jason Momoa in bullet in the head, it was kind of
0: like that. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to share the, the way I found out that they I we had an infestation is I heard a huge crash in the back room and uh, I, I thought, OK, something fell. So I go into the back room. There's these two. Now, these were not small snakes. These were older snakes, on average, about six feet long. There was two oh, huge snakes. That's so hard. I'm terrified of snakes. Like the story is legitimately oh. terrifying. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, I go in the back room to see what the uh, the crash was. There was two large snakes mating. They were all intertwined, thrashing about. Al know. Green was
7: playing. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: room for one more.
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah. So uh. Yeah, it it was a scary time. So
4: that was put Leo's on a romantic interview. CD. <laughs> <laughs> what did
7: they do with so They played Barry White, right? Back
4: in <laughs> <the second> day. <laughs> I love It, it
7: definitely sounds <laughs> sexy. <Yeah>. So <laughs>
2: well, that um, was Leo's introduction. Yeah, Leo, to- your, your introduction to Kaiju, aside from uh, battling hordes of snakes, um,
0: what was uh, that? So Godzilla's the turtle, right? yeah Yeah. that's camera okay uh i i loved godzilla when so when you said i was old uh i i was excited to watch the original godzilla because i knew perry mason was in it and uh yeah so i loved the original godzilla and uh you know i watched some of them i kind of fell out before the 80s versions um but absolutely loved the reboot what was that you're just too old at that point oh yeah totally uh yeah i i mean the whole like um uh yeah the whole 80s era i i t- kind of skipped when you uh, kind of looked goofy and like cute yeah oh yeah i loved the uh what was it Show what up. was the paris bueller one
2: paris bueller oh the 1998 godzilla yeah
0: yeah yeah oh, I- I- I'm
4: like, what? that's that just confused me so badly especially you know bring i just got i got godzilla jumping over fences yeah. to get
7: home before his parents and then, 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 then. Uh, jesus christ oh, i can't remember third grade now
2: uh and i brought this up to leo last week and i wasn't going to say anything i mean i was but since you brought it up leo uh you definitely, with that mustache, look like Jeffrey Jones as uh, Ed Rooney from. Uh...
0: <laughs> Brandon's like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the yeah, scruff is starting to grow back, so it's uh, yeah, it was definitely a mistake to shave, but it's uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for that, but uh, yeah, the '98 uh, Godzilla I enjoyed, and I I don't know why, but it was. Uh, uh, but I... I'm loving the reboots though the 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 whole new versions. Oh.
2: See, I'm, I'm with you on the, the 98 I liked uh, mainly because I was 17 when that came out. And as an avid Simpsons fan, I loved hearing Kent Brockman and uh, Hank Azaria using Moe's voice when he almost gets stepped on. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that, was, that was good for me. Colleen, how about you? Uh-huh
6: um so i love godzilla and i love all monster movies like kaiju anything like we're gonna go some for some like alterman and all that fun stuff it's like my jam so um For me, I love it when it's super, super goofy. (laughs) Like, when I was watching Mm -hmm. the Mechagodzilla 2 today with my kids, and when he just, like, starts stomping on Rodan, like, that's (laughs) just fun. It's awesome. And, like, my daughter and I are, like, making memes for ridiculous things, like, when we watch Shin Godzilla, and he comes out in, like, that tadpole form. Like, (laughs) it was amazing. And she, like, made this whole little thing that was, like, you know – asking your mom for Godzilla mom saying we have Godzilla at home Godzilla at home Shin Godzilla <laughs> Like so um, yeah I love that but I agree with Leo that I think that they're doing an amazing job with all of the reboots specifically with the lore so I'm really I'll get into that later in detail but it's beautiful and wonderful and they're really making uh, what used to be I think a really goofy franchise into something that's um, more solidified
2: and cemented. So I like that. All right, Chris, you're up. And I know you are, you are like the kaiju guy. So uh, what's your, your background with, with the uh, big old rubbery monsters?
4: Well, I watched those rubbery monsters tear cities down literally all my life. <clears throat> I grew up in the, in the days where they were the Saturday matinee, the creature feature, Action cinema, whatever it was called, but I would watch um, Godzilla, Gamera, the original King Kong, everything from as long as I could remember. And I never stopped being a fan. Uh, and, and those were during the days where it wasn't cool to be a geek. Remember those days when you were ridiculed rather than everyone proudly proclaiming themselves a geek? And. Uh, yes. Yeah, (laughs) and despite being ridiculed in middle school and high school because I still still watch those movies, you know, you're back when they used to think growing up is giving up the things you love, and I never understood that, but luckily I never went along with it, and I kept watching the Godzilla movies and the other kaiju films continuously. I never stopped, and uh, the only reason I stopped later in the 80s is because I remember, remember how it took forever for the... You know the the haze movies following Godzilla 1985 to get here. So other than that, I never willingly stopped watching them. And I uh, as for the legendary movies, I like them. I like what they're doing. I maybe I'm not the biggest fan because I thought maybe there just wasn't enough kaiju versus kaiju action or enough of the kaijus but i really love kong skull island that was the standout movie for me i think it was the the only really good kong movie we got since king kong versus godzilla and we've been waiting like what close to 60 years for this rematch what took them so long
2: (laughs) yeah no I, i i'm with you um that's uh, that's one that I've always loved King Kong versus Godzilla. And we we did our Kong show uh, unintended consequences mm-hmm. a couple years ago. And, um, you know, that was one that we watched because you had never seen it. And I thought it was. Uh,
3: well, I hadn't. I hadn't. I, I've seen the original. I hadn't seen the 76 remake.
2: No, I'm talking about King Kong versus Godzilla.
3: Oh, yeah. King Kong. No, I hadn't seen
5: that.
2: Yeah. So. Jess, uh, last you're the last one uh, before ashes. Uh, what's your what's your experience with these guys?
5: Um, I was introduced to them very briefly, uh, young, um, but I was introduced to a lot of the old classics, the black and whites, and
3: mm. yeah. So, so that
5: that that was my kind of just level.
2: And what's your what's your current uh like fan level like your interest level on these?
5: Um I remember seeing the uh the slightly older uh Godzilla movie like the last remake that they did.
1: Mhm.
5: Um but then they, like, switch the genders.
2: <laughs> oh, so you're talking about the same one that, that Leo is, where he was, uh, it laid a bunch of eggs.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It is you know, Godzilla's supposed to be a boy, but then all of a sudden, like, we have a nest? That's terrifying.
2: <laughs> well, it's not the first time that they've had uh, an egg. With a baby Godzilla in it, and we'll we'll get into that one because I know Colleen watched that one today. Yep.
7: Um, so did I, wait, hold on. Which one is that? Uh, that's Godzilla um, Two.
2: Yeah, Mechagodzilla Two. Yeah, I
7: watched yeah. that as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, so Ashes, how about you? What was your introduction to uh, kaiju, and you know, what's your your level of interest for this film?
3: Um, well, they do call me the Queen of the Monsters for a reason. Um, my love for monster and monster things, Kaiju, Universal Monsters, this guy. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty well versed, uh, not so much in the comic realm, but definitely in the um, <laughs> yeah, little dude. <laughs> um, but definitely in the cinematic universe. And I have this love for old black and white films. And that's kind of where my introduction to kaiju began. You know, Godzilla fifty four, you know, and you know, King Kong.
2: Whatever happened to Stay
3: Ray? You know, she she died. She died. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it just kind of grew from there. And then there came this uh, this little show. I don't know if you guys have heard of this show uh, called Mystery Science Theater three thousand. No, tell me more. Well, I know. It's it's riveting It's exciting. It's It's got robots. um, But they did a lot with the Gamera Kaiju. And Gamera is my favorite, aside from Mothra. Um, So that's kind of, uh, you know, going from these black and white films to watching these Gamera films and watching, you know, Mystery Science Theater 3000 kind of lovingly tear apart the, you know, Awesomely badness or badly awesomeness. I don't even know how the 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 right way to say it, but the repulsive glamour. Like these, these some of these films are just fun, and there's really nothing other than you know there's really nothing else you can say about some of these films other than they're fun. They're so much fun. You know, the practical effects, the creature design, the way that they, you know, achieved certain effects. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes it was a guy in a suit. Sometimes it was a puppet, you know? Um, so I love, I love it all. And, you know, a few years ago when the legendary decided that they were going to reboot the Godzilla franchise, I know you were really excited oh, yeah. and I was a I'm like, okay. Well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. And the first one was, you know, it was pretty good. There were there were a couple of exciting parts. You know, you I would have stood loved-
2: up and cheered when he used his atomic breath to kill the muto the first time.
3: I love it <laughs> in the theater. When Godzilla when you know he just starts to light up and he light up lights you know his his the, the tip of his tail slowly starts to turn blue and it just slowly yeah it just slowly creeps whoa, whoa, whoa. up his back and then all of a sudden he just takes this big <clears> breath, <throat> breath this inhale in and just whoa it's just so Exciting. And this just blue light just This fiery blueness Just, just comes, I wish I had that capability
2: oh, That'd be so awesome I wish
3: my tail lit up and I could go Your but tail does not light My up. tail does not light up um, But it's just, it's exciting And you know, the ending of that first one Made me really excited for the second one Which I thought was pretty phenomenal uh, The introduction of all of these different kaiju You and love you some Mothra I love Mothra so much um, So I'm really excited Excited to see exactly what happens. And I thought that the Kong Skull Island was fantastic as well. I thought that was so well done. Um, you know, the design of Kong and the, the sympathetic creature that he was. I thought they did a really good job of showcasing that. So I'm really eager to see exactly how everything's going to play out. And I have some theories um, that kind so of mirror gonna, your theories. yes. Yeah, so that, you know, yeah. we're going to talk about that shortly. But what about you, Patsy?
2: Oh, I've been a Godzilla fan ever since I was a kid. The first one, I and I we talked about this a little bit in the group, but the first one, uh, the group chat, I should say, the first one I remember seeing is Godzilla 1985. Uh, it was one of those staples that I- Didn't I you cry rented. at the end? I did. I cried at the because Godzilla falls into a goddamn volcano. Like, that was sad. Like, that Bible. that was up there trauma-wise, uh, because it was another one of those movies that we rented all the time, along with- uh,
3: The Making of Thriller.
1: The
2: Making of Thriller and Monster Squad. Like, that, to me, watching- Frankenstein's monster gets sucked up into the the vortex into limbo and Godzilla falling into the goddamn volcano, both of those, to me, were equally equally traumatic. Uh, It was many years later when I finally saw the first Godzilla, and Leo kind of touched on it a little bit, but Leo saw the Americanized version that came out in 1956 with Raymond Burr. But the original Godzilla came out in 1954 um, and that one ended with Godzilla dying spoiler alert um, for a 70 plus year old movie, but uh, he ended up dying and Dr. Sarazawa was the one who killed him. Dr. Sarazawa was then brought back for the legendary version in uh, 2014 uh, played by Ken Watanabe and his kids in the new one, which not Ken Watanabe's kid, but Sarazawa's kid. Um, And, you know, I, I didn't remember that Godzilla died at the beginning of the first one, but it was so successful. Like it won a ton of Oscars or Japanese, the Japanese version of the Academy Awards. I think it lost out to Best Picture. Um, the only reason it didn't win Best Picture is because uh, Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai came out that year, which that's a fucking amazing film. Um, but it's weird to think of a Godzilla movie being nominated for a bunch of, like, Academy Awards, like prestige and acting. I mean, special effects, obviously, you know, especially 1954, but, uh, you know, it's funny you brought up, you know, how they did certain scenes with with special effects. I remember watching one of these, uh, you know, on, on, like, what Chris was saying, like, the creature double features on a Saturday night, and uh, it was the one where, I think it was Godzilla versus Megalon, and Megalon is being held by Jet Jaguar, which is just a rip-off of Ultraman. Um, and he slides across on his tail and, like, <laughs> delivers a kick, But, like, he slides for, like, a really long <laughs> way. And my mom's like, oh, that's just a pregnant lady in a suit. I'm like, that's not a pregnant woman. A pregnant <laughs> lady can't do that. A pregnant lady on wires can. You know, and watching uh, the first... Ah, uh, Mechagodzilla movie today from nineteen seventy four. Like when he's just wrecking Angerus, just wrecking him. Um, you definitely see the wires when he's getting lifted up. Like they weren't even trying to hide it. And even the uh, Godzilla versus Kong, like the wires on the remote control tanks are very apparent.
5: I love like, those movies.
2: Yeah, like I think that that yeah. really. The practical
5: effects and you can see the wires and, you know, the bad production value, but it makes it great.
2: Yeah, like, you know, people like, oh, it looks so fake. Oh, you can see the zipper on the monster. It's like, but the time and effort it took to build all these miniature sets, like... Just think about that. Like how realistic to all these mm-hmm. cities look? Like they have, you know, office buildings where some of the lights light up and some of the other lights aren't lit up. And you know, it's it's amazing. It's like, oh, you know, Jerry from accounting's working late tonight. Oh, and he just got crushed by Megalon. Oh, poor guy. Oh Along with
5: the entire building.
2: <laughs> right. As opposed to just every light is on. Like the attention to detail that you get to see is is so awesome. So we have, uh, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I have seven questions um, that I'm going to sprinkle in. Nobody knows what these are, not even Ash's, because she hasn't seen them yet. But uh, we're going to start with our first question before we get into everybody's predictions and whatnot. So the first question I have, uh, because we've mentioned it a couple of times, is, Will is Mechagodzilla masquerading as the original Goji, and we saw this in uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Uh, people were wondering, like, what the hell? Like, why is Godzilla doing this? And we saw him. You know, we talked about how in the uh, in that era, in the '70s era, where he was kind of cute and like less threatening, but like he fucking wrecked Anguirus, like ripped his jaw halfway off, and like left him for dead. So. I'm gonna start with uh, with Jess because I don't know if you've seen this movie, but we'll uh, we'll start with you. Is Mechagodzilla pretending to be Godzilla? Is that why he's uh, acting so strange?
5: I don't think so.
2: You don't think so? Okay. I really don't. All right. You think it's just Godzilla being angry at? Because uh, I there is a theory that I will I will throw out. Uh, after everybody gets their, their opinion in. Uh, there's a theory that I heard that I find quite interesting. Uh, Chris, to you.
4: Well, I pretty much agree with Jess. I, I don't think that they're going to turn out um, having uh, Godzilla um, posing as Godzilla. I think that it's going to turn out to be... I'm getting the impression that that new organization, Apex, is going to be responsible, basically, for godzilla's aberrant behavior and sort of pitting godzilla and kong against each other and by the way pat i saw um godzilla versus mecha godzilla the original in uh in the theaters and damn did that scene of anguirus getting his jaw ripped apart startle me <laughs> yeah
2: like that that was not something you would expect mm-hmm. it's kind of like in the uh um i think it was uh Gamera versus uh, Guyron with the, uh, the knife head guy mm-hmm. slicing them all up, like cutting mm-hmm. his arm off and shit. Like, like you very rarely do you see a lot of Kaiju blood. Although you saw it again in Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, uh, when he just had that all out onslaught on him and Caesar just, you know, Godzilla covered in blood because he had been hit by 6,000 friggin' missiles. Uh, Colleen to you.
6: I think that it actually is. I think there were way too many Easter eggs thrown into the trailer, and I think that it's going to end up being like, you know, uh, Godzilla and Kong versus Mecha Godzilla type of thing. Uh, whether or not they have him in some type of dormant state, and that's why they're trying to use, like, you know, Mecha Godzilla everywhere else to create some type of calculated carnage on behalf of this company or whatever it is. That's what I think is going to happen. And I really do think that it is Becca Godzilla because it's just, mm, there are too many Easter eggs in that trailer. And I don't think that it would be regular Godzilla doing that.
0: Leo to you. Uh, I got a bunch of theories, but um, for this one, yes, I'm going to say it is. Uh, Mechagodzilla masquerading as uh, Godzilla. Um, Did everybody see the toy leaks? I don't know if everyone has seen them, but uh, we'll get into it. Okay, because that opens up some additional questions. Um, We will definitely touch on the toy leaks. Okay. Um, Brandon, what do you
2: think? Is Mechagodzilla masquerading as meat godzilla mm. uh
7: i i want to say yes but i also think that the answer is a bit more complicated than just that um i i think it has something to do with whatever that crazy ass organization that brother Numsi is the head of apex thank you and uh the, uh, head of Ghidorah that was, uh, purchased in Isla, blah, 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 whatever that place was, uh, in, uh, Godzilla, King of the
2: Monsters. In the yeah. in the deleted scene by Alan Jonah. Yeah. That's, uh, deleted that's scene. Right. I don't know about that, but oh, post credits, post credits, not deleted post credits oh, okay. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Not
2: it wasn't deleted. So, uh ashes How yes. you what do you think is is Mecha G masquerading as regular G
3: yes absolutely 100 I, I, um it doesn't quite fit with the personality of Godzilla that we've been shown this type around this this time around I should say um to just kind of go off and destroy things just for the sake of destroying things they kind of you know bathed him in the the light of being a hero so I don't Think that you know, like, what it makes more sense for it to be mecha Godzilla being controlled by this organization, you know, masquerading as normal Godzilla, which is thus, you know, giving normal Godzilla a bad reputation. And uh, someone's gonna Well, spill he don't give tea a damn about, that. about his bad reputation. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think that uh, the Godzilla, which is. Mecha Godzilla and King Kong fight. Um, I think I think a lot's going to happen. Let me just put it that way. I think I I, I think a lot is going to happen, and I have a lot of theories.
2: Hey, okay, we'll definitely get into this. So my thoughts on this. Um I say yes, I think he is, with a caveat that um explains Godzilla's behavior. So with If you watched the breakdown that I did, the live breakdown, Mm -hmm. I know uh, Colleen, you were in there watching that, and Leo, you caught some of it as well. Um, There, we get to see Godzilla moving in a way that we don't normally see, and we also get to see him knocked off of that uh, that aircraft carrier by Kong. Now, I don't know of any type of aircraft carrier or boat of any type that could support the weight of regular Godzilla. He's just too big, too dense, too massive. However, if this was say, um, a, you know, facsimile using the bones of Dagon, what we saw in the original, uh, Godzilla, the 2014 version, when we saw the skeleton that was actually, uh, Dagon, that's what they called him. That was Godzilla's ancestor that was killed in uh, one of the Godzilla, I think it was Aftershock um, um, uh, comics. We got to see that happen where he fought the Muto Prime, which our Godzilla eventually killed. he uh, If he was a lot lighter and not as dense, I can see that happening. Um, I could also and I heard this theory on uh, the new rock stars. His theory is that Alan Jonah, Charles dance's character from the, uh, the 2014 version has, you know, obviously he purchased the head of uh, Ghidorah, the first head that got ripped off and it has like pieces of it were put all over uh, all over the world. And we saw in the trailer breakdown that uh, Godzilla has been attacking apex sites now he's only going to be attacking them i think because they are uh, they're using him as a scapegoat he's not attacking them to attack them because you know he's going nuts he's attacking them because he's getting apex signals from electrical stimulation of Ghidorah's brain or like he senses that Ghidorah is is there, and I think they're using Ghidorah and his regenerative ability to uh, kind of make this Mecha, Mecha uh, Godzilla skin. You know, and in the trailer, you get to see the Mecha Godzilla um, like blueprint readout daily. And uh, I think that, and, and the, the young man that you see is Sarazawa's son and i think if jonah taylor got to him and like yeah godzilla is the reason that your dad is dead um maybe that makes him side similar to uh, vera formiga's character in king of the monsters you know she has this uh motivation to side with alan jonah that's me that's me Can yeah I, think- I know Pauline, you look very excited <laughs>
6: Well, I was going to say, you know, I really thought, like, one of my kind of predictions in there, um, uh, instead of it just necessarily being part of the bones or whatever, what if they actually clone, like, an egg and made their own little Godzilla and, like, was able to, like, kind of take over its little head or hijack it or whatever, and then kind of, like, raise it as their own? Because I think that um, Serizawa had such, like, a love for Godzilla, I can't see his son jumping off of you know anything with apex to harm any of these titans i think he would have inherited his father's reverence for them but in that same vein since he did ended up end up kind of like perishing you know and it was technically sort of kind of you know because of Godzilla, that uh, maybe if they gave him the idea of, well, you know, we have this one that we can control and use for the greater good of humanity and make sure that he definitely, you know, does his job in taking care of the other Titans while maintaining, you know, a minimal um, kill rate of humans, if we can take control of him, you know, that would be a thing. So whether or not it's like a full on Mecha Mecha Godzilla, or if it's like, you know, um, them hijacking the brain
1: of like a baby Godzilla and that's why he's
6: kind
3: of smaller in stature than got no friends. <laughs> <laughs> but,
6: yeah so that's my two cents on top of that little idea that you threw out there
2: has, has everyone seen the trailer yes Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brandon no is it because you don't want to see the trailer or you just haven't gotten around to it I don't have any sound from you.
7: I have not I seen the trailer, I oh. and uh, it's just because I haven't gotten to it yet.
2: All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the trailer up real quick, so people can take a look at this. Uh, there may be ads because I let my uh, my Amazon not my Amazon. Account? YouTube Prime. Uh, nope, no ads. Okay, so I'm gonna share my screen with you guys so everybody can see this. Uh, Share screen, yep, we want Chrome tab. Sorry, I'm not doing this as fluidly as uh, Leo does, but uh, here we go. Oh, that's,
7: that's tiny.
1: This is our only chance. Готово.
7: are dangerous
4: times. is is out there, he's hurting people, and we don't know why.
5: There's something provoking him that we're not seeing here. I'm not the same opinion. Come. The myths are real. Yeah. There was a war. Come.
1: They're the last ones standing. I can't beat you for greatness because I'm here. Here Kong bows to no one. Here we
2: go. All right. So let's uh, exit full screen here and close that up. So Brandon, first thoughts, seeing the trailer for the first time. Um,
7: it, I mean, it certainly looks cool for sure. Um, I, I had no idea that Alexander Skarsgård was in the movie. Uh, I mean, it's, I, I really, I only just watched these movies recently, so I'm not heavily invested. Uh, I think maybe. I think maybe for sure it, it, it's something masquerading as Godzilla, or something is controlling what he's doing. I mean, there's one one way or the other because, like you said, he's been painted with a hero's brush at this point. Uh, I thought it was really cool over these new movies that I saw how they they did that. It was uh, it was done very well. Uh, so I just my my whole thing is I kind of want to see uh, I want to see the two of them kick crap out of each other and 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 probably just watch godzilla win
2: now jess had you seen the trailer before this yes okay what were your initial uh reactions when you first saw the trailer were you like okay this is something i gotta watch or were you like oh that's nice
5: Uh, no i definitely want to watch it because i want to like I want to get more into the actual storyline itself because I, I wasn't one who did the comics or anything as far as Godzilla goes, but you know, it is a part of my childhood and you know, it has this giant legacy that, you know, I just
2: pun intended.
5: It kind of, <laughs> and yeah, pun intended. <laughs>
2: Chris, how about you? First time you saw the trailer being a a big kaiju guy.
4: Well, once again, the first thing I said was, it's about time. Then, (laughs) was it worth the wait? Well, I wish I wouldn't have had a wait, but it looked pretty excellent. I mean, even though I had ambiguous about a few things about the the two previous Godzilla films, um, I really have optimistic expectations about this one. They really seem like they're going all out, the creative crew for this one, and we're going to see something really epic. I mean, I expect Godzilla to win, but I like both kaiju. I just don't know why I'm so strongly Team Godzilla, but it, you know, I I like both I like both the kaiju, and I'm looking forward to this movie. I um I may very well watch it on HBO Max. I I'd love to see it in the theater. Don't get me wrong, I love the theater experience, but I don't know if I feel like wearing a mask for three hours. So,
2: yeah, we're we're getting a we're going to be hooking up our. uh, I have a surround sound system, and we're going to be watching it uh, in the living room, probably with some uh, some some awesome snacks. Uh,
3: I feel like I feel like sushi is really sushi uh, is a good call.
2: Yeah, it does come out like just a few days before my fortieth birthday, so I'm I'm pumped for that. Uh, Colleen your thoughts on the on watching the trailer the first time.
6: I'm so pumped for this and I have been dying <laughs> for it. I am all about it. I just want to see them smash each other to bits and it looks beautiful. Um, they have really built up like this melding of this big monarch controlled world um, with the Godzilla films and the King Kong's, Island ones and with the comics and everything included. I, it's just, it's teasing so much, uh, in the trailer that I think a lot of people are missing, like, you know, in the beginning when they're like, oh, this is our one chance. We need Kong for what's coming. And what's coming, I don't think is Godzilla. So I think that that's going to be really cool. Um, I, I don't i don't know if you have any more questions i'm gonna delve into that so i'm not gonna go there
2: yet oh we're but, definitely gonna be delving more into this
6: yeah, so um but yeah no i'm so excited i can't wait hbo max is like, like up immediately as soon as i can with all my kids and it's just gonna be so fun
0: <laughs> leo your first uh, thoughts watching the trailer uh so first time i watched it i didn't dig nearly as deep as you did
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: I, oh my god i was just awestruck and, and just so happy to see the trailer and uh but now that it's been out for a while and re-watching it a whole mess of times uh i i have nothing but questions i i'm gonna say this here i don't think we're gonna have the real godzilla for most of the movie I, I think it's going to mm-hmm. be Mecha Godzilla, uh, but I, I don't think we're going to see like Godzilla's down for the count somewhere. And uh,
3: See, yeah. I, I have a theory regarding that. So I, I love what Leo's saying right now because it kind of leads into exactly
0: yeah. what I think. Yeah, I and, concur. And that uh, whole uh, King Kong putting his hand up, I think he finds a way into Middle Earth and there's going to be the hollowers the Every movie they're talking about it
6: so there's no way they're not bringing
2: well, it up the uh the scene with kong those two uh flying yeah. things together if you look there's like mountains hanging backwards or upside down in the background and yeah. the ground is all purple like and there's a little like uh there's a ship flying it like that's
0: that's hollow earth, like that's where they are. I, I think he's gonna bring more kaiju to the fight to help out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, this rewatching the trailer, and I mentioned this when I did my breakdown. Um, and you guys just saw it when he takes the axe and blocks the uh atomic breath, I almost said athletic breath, that would have been way wrong. Um and smashes godzilla in the face i think that is the moment that we find out that he is mecha godzilla because why would you show that scene otherwise yep. uh, you can't show unless they're just ruining the film and like that's where he kills godzilla but well
7: it is 2021 man and he can go either way
4: <laughs> uh i'm honestly hoping that doesn't happen with the mecha godzilla thing i mean you guys may be right but if it did happen, rather than thinking it was cool, I would think it would sort of be a cheat. Just me. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah.
6: I, that was my first instinct when, you know, the whole Godzilla thing got rolled around. And I rewatched it, like, maybe two, three times, trying to catch all the things to be like, really? Is it? Mimi? Because um, they've built up Godzilla to be so awesome on his own to have, you know, a Godzilla and Kong thing. I, I want to see a Godzilla and Kong showdown where it's really Godzilla, and it's really Kong, like, at his peak. So... You know, if, if there was like a showdown between uh, Mecha Godzilla and Kong, it would almost be like you said, like it cheapens it just a tiny bit.
2: Ashes, what about you? Seeing the trailer the first time, so what I had thoughts?
3: I had two initial thoughts. Um, how the hell did Kong get Molnier? And uh, where the moth? <laughs> f- he, f- <laughs> he
2: was worthy. He famous that because we're going to be talking about that momentarily
3: um aside from you know getting really excited seeing the blue breath and everything like it looks really good like i'm not gonna lie i don't really care like okay no that's a lie i do care what happens i care deeply about what happens but at the same time like i know i'm going to be entertained regardless of the outcome of this film based on the trailer alone these you know Two minutes of, of you know clips I know I'm going to be Solidly entertained for at least Two hours monster Mm -hmm. smash (laughs) right like i mean i don't care if it ends up being a big dumb monster film where these two monsters are just fighting for an hour and a half you know like with with cgi and everything that thing that we can do with practical effects and everything that we've seen up to this point um as far as this legendary universe goes like i'm i'm i am down for anything at this point
2: Leo, you look like you were about to say something because
0: you had I, your hand I, raised. I was just gonna say, do you mean Stormbreaker, not Mjolnir? Oh,
2: oh,
7: maybe, maybe that's yes. You know, <laughs> you know how he got it. You know how he got it. The one time, uh, see, uh, Nick Fury, Loki, and Captain Marvel, uh, they went with King Ralph to the island where Kong lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Loki just did something to trick his brother and leave that stupid hammer there.
0: <laughs> Nailed mm-hmm. it. Actually, I think uh, the handle, the tree. I think they're going to use that as like a throwback to Godzilla stuffing a tree, or uh, King Kong stuffing the tree down his throat. throat. Yeah, I think they're going to use that as a throwback. That's how he gets. Well, so
2: yeah. let's jump into this question that uh, that we we uh, we have that you guys didn't know about. Where do you think Kong gets his axe? So, uh, Ashes, we'll start with you.
3: So, upon further, you know, review of the trailer, I think it's a plate. I think it's one of Godzilla's definitely a dorsal plate. Yeah, that they wielded into this this axe. Because really, what else could repel Godzilla's fiery breath? Atomic uh, breath,
2: vibranium
3: than you know, a piece of Godzilla himself. So that that's what I think it is.
2: So you think it's a dorsal spine. Okay. Yes. I agree. I 100 percent think it's a dorsal spine, but I have an I have a uh, a theory of where it came from, but I'm gonna I'm gonna uh start. Uh let's start random. Let's start with Colleen because she's nodding her head. She's got she's I got some-
6: so uh I think it either comes from one of two places, either um whoever's Rescuing him or bringing him out to whether he's facing Godzilla, they're just trying to transport him somewhere. Uh, either they provided him with it because they realize that's going to be one of the only things that's going to be effective against either his breath or actually causing him damage, or he actually gets it from an ancestral place because um, Kong does have like this whole backstory that's like in the comics and everything like that, where he does have a home. Uh, there's a whole bunch of um, stuff to do with a tunnel that does kind of go underground, whether or not that goes directly into Hollow Earth is a thing. Um, So whether it is like a weapon that his ancestors possibly had uh, against other types of um, kaiju like Godzilla that's a thing Um, but yeah so either it's given to him or he finds it because I don't think monkey's smart enough to use a tool but I don't think that he's you know got that kind of foresight to Ooh, this is going to work against Godzilla let me just make this over here while he's distracted you know running after some tourists but yeah so that's my theory
2: so I'm going to kind of build on uh, cuz you you touched on half of my theory. I think that when we see him putting his uh, big old monkey's paw up on the uh, yeah. little red thing um that this is because we saw at the end of Kong Skull Island that these two have fought before. I think this is uh, a plate from Dagon, the uh, skeletal version that we saw in 2014. I think this is one of his plates. And I think this is a tool that has been passed on for years and years and years uh, through the different Kong generations, uh, only to, like, break glass in case of emergency, um, only to be used against him. Uh, that's what I think it is. I may be wrong, but that's uh, that's my theory. So, uh, Jess, what do you think?
5: That actually is a really good point, and I agree. Um I absolutely agree that it's it's an ancestral anatomical piece that it's basically a plate from a prior skeleton.
2: Yeah, I see. The reason I think, I think, I think
5: I this—yeah—because
2: I, I think that Dagon's been dead for thousands, if not millions, of years, in order for him to become completely skeletonized but preserved very well. No, it's thousands because there was uh, pictures of this. um, I think in like feudal Japan uh, or uh, the the, uh, uh, you know very early uh, Mesopotamia uh, where these drawings came from. I don't remember exactly from. It was Phoenician lore,
6: yeah.
2: Phoenician lore. Okay, so yeah, that that uh, general area. So it's been several thousand years, um, and I think that that. You know that kind of plays into it. Um, how he knew that this would work, and you know, I think that you know the whole break glass in case of emergency thing, like that. I'm just kind of throwing out there as an explanation for, it. well, why didn't he use it against the skull crawlers when he was a teenager? Uh, Chris, what are you? What do you think?
4: Well, I you, you pretty much said it, Patsy. As far as I'm concerned, I, I also um i also i was also thinking it came from that skeletal uh that skeletal remains of um Dagon or maybe he did pick it up somewhere in in uh the hollow earth I almost said middle earth but you know, that the hollow earth because <laughs> Habits are... yeah i it, it it's uh i have a bad habit of saying that but anyway <laughs> um sorry but anyway 50... That's what it, I, I'm also thinking. The skeletal remains are somewhere in uh, in uh, the hollow earth, and it's it's cool to see that uh, Kong is an extra grind with Godzilla in a literal sense, also. Very mm-hmm. nice.
2: See, I th- <laughs> I think that skeleton's been taken over by Monarch. Once they found it in 2014 in the the dig site there in the Philippines, I think they uh, they took that. Somebody was about to say something. Who was it? Uh,
7: I don't know who it was, but I'll say something. Um
5: <laughs> No, I just, I laughed at his little thing that he said. Oh, okay. <laughs> when he said axe to grind.
2: Oh my uh, bad uh, Well I'm we toilet, to you know why you're laughing at that.
7: Did did you guys notice in the trailer that the axe was glowing blue before the atomic breath hit it?
6: it could have been like a reflection from the glow as well i mean that's pretty i mean
7: that's I how it looked know. to me uh it it almost implies that maybe the because the, i do i do think it's a scale like from the yeah. from the dorsal uh but i i i think that it it is from uh Dagon uh, i i i do think that um but it it just seemed to me that it was it was glowing before anything hit it which almost makes it seem as if because it was an older like ancestral titan maybe it has like still some kind of uh, latent ability or power that uh, they're not necessarily aware of until he starts utilizing it
2: unless it already uh, like they shot it out of order and it had already absorbed some energy which is entirely possible yeah yeah true he leaves a
6: big radiation signature everywhere he goes Godzilla. yeah so I mean, it would make sense for it to absorb that, and maybe he can actually use it too.
7: Be like maybe, maybe he already, maybe Godzilla already hit it with, uh, you know, his, his breath, and that's what we're seeing. And then he goes to to swing it like <laughs> from one one
2: scene right to the next. Yeah, like it's, it's entirely possible that they just you know, and it's also uh, entirely possible that they're you know just kind of screwing with us, like uh, Marvel with, uh, you know. When they would show Thor and he had both of his eyes, you know? oh yeah, you know, or showing you know the uh, the scene in Wakanda where the Hulk was running behind everybody like charging into battle, like that's the other thing you got to take with a grain of salt is how much of this is actually going to happen and how much of it is just to you know throw people like us off like
7: oh <laughs> yeah, yeah this was, was <laughs> those jerks talk about our movies ha. <laughs>
0: Uh, Leo, what about you? Where do you think uh, Kong gets his axe? Okay, um, this is going to be going into a little spoiler, if you don't mind. It's potential uh, spoilers. We don't know 100% what's going to oh, happen. Yeah, yeah it's, it's... Okay, so I think it's from Godzilla. Um, one of the toy leaks was a new kaiju called Mega Godzilla. But the way <laughs> the toy looks, I think... Godzilla gets wrecked and his, his uh, dorsal uh, spine is actually taken off. And I think the toy is actually another version of Godzilla that has like some apparatus on him that Monarch put to help heal him. So, Ooh. yeah, so that that's my theory uh, based off of the little blurry image I saw.
2: Now, see, I had seen uh, toy leaks Prior, you know, I had known about Kong's axe being a dorsal plate. I had known about uh, Mechagodzilla being in the film. But this was all stuff that I kind of speculated on anyways. You know, like I knew Kong would need some sort of, you know, weapon or something to help him. Because I did not, uh, as they uh, showed in the trailer, I did not expect him to be. Roughly the same size as Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Uh the first time they showed that scene, like in the two-second like HBO Max uh promo that they did that had all the other movies in it, like Mortal Kombat. I and I almost said this. I said, when Kong goes and punches Godzilla and we see that like huge like haymaker that he throws, I'm like, they're gonna zoom in on Godzilla, and he's just gonna kind of look right back at him like, that's the best she got. And then just <laughs> like... so Here's a question that is not in my my list of questions, but do we think that this is going to be very similar to all the other versus films that we have seen over the last few years, where it's the two main characters battling each other for a while, and then they team up to fight the real bad guy?
4: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking really. so. Mm-hmm. So
2: let's let's go uh, Brandon since you were the first one to jump in. Uh what's your theory?
7: Uh I think it's something along the lines of um Apex having utilized uh i uh, was Ghidorah's um one of Ghidorah's heads there. Uh they'll they'll somehow manipulate it into uh being essentially the programmable motor. For Mechagodzilla and use it uh, for acts of terrorism to make everyone think that Godzilla himself is a threat, uh, and then whatever they're doing to keep Godzilla down, yada yada, uh, he and Kong team up to take out Mechagodzilla.
2: I think that's a pretty good idea, uh, Leo. Let's let's go to Leo. Leo, you're next.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I think they're going to team up uh, definitely to fight. Mecha Godzilla and uh I don't know uh, so the other toy leak I think it's going to be either Godzilla like rips the skin off to reveal it or when they're teaming up the real Godzilla like does a radiation blast and like rips the skin off where you can see Mecha.
2: Do you think that it will be as blatant as uh in uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla from '74, where this Godzilla does not make the same sound, even remotely close, as original Godzilla.
0: I think it's going to be very, very close. I think, uh, yeah. You know, Apex really. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like mechanized, like you know the old one. So but I, I mean,
7: I... didn't they make a kind of big deal out of the fact that? Virum Farmiga's character in King of the Monsters had figured out a way to simulate like the Alpha Call, which essentially oh, yeah. had incorporated Godzilla. So I don't think that's necessarily going to be a clear indication that it's a it's a you know fake Godzilla because they yeah, can emulate would, the style so well.
2: Give it away too too early.
7: Yeah, that that just but if that were a concern, if that did become like something that somebody said in the story, like how, you know, then, I mean, we have the actual stuff that happened in a previous <laughs> movie to back up why that would be feasible.
2: Like he goes to roar and he just raises like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> just, he
7: says just go, like <laughs> just go, just go full on Ross from friends. This hey. sounds like, like a ah. hey. <laughs>
2: uh, question to you. Do you think they're going to end up uh, teaming up against the real evil?
6: i do all right so they have made such a big deal every single kong and godzilla movie that they've done recently um where first they're not really believing that yeah. oh my gosh what was his name um dr brooks they didn't believe that oh there was a hollow earth or whatever and then by godzilla king of the monsters they're like, ha, it is real and i think you know after king of the monsters what are they going to do? They discover the earth is hollow and there's all these different caverns. You think they're not going to, you know, go in there and mess around? I think they're going in there and messing around. And I think that the big thing that they need Kong for, that they made a big te- deal out of Kong being, you know, the savior of humanity from, and a gatekeeper of, are those, what, what were they called? skull crawlers or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that is going to be the real threat either like them specifically or some other larger versions of them or whatever it is that they awoke within uh, the Hollow Earth uh, is just going to be coming out of all of the other dozens of points that they kept saying that they had found uh, in King of the Monsters. So that I think is the looming threat. I think uh, the Godzilla versus Kong is going to be like you guys said, the Mecha Godzilla thing. And I was all super excited because I hadn't looked at the toy things when cool, he be right uh, back. was talking about. Um... <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, with,
2: the, uh... the press signal just got uh, Shown off in the air So he's got to go meet with the commissioner
7: <laughs> he Did his best impression Of the Roadrunner right there <laughs> so Meep,
6: meep. meep. <laughs> uh, But yeah no I hadn't heard about uh, The toy with the What did you call it the Mega Godzilla
0: Yeah there was uh, three, Four toys revealed obviously Kong uh, Godzilla uh mecha godzilla and they're calling another kaiju mega godzilla
6: well that makes sense because um in the one that uh three of us rewatched today the mecha godzilla 2 um it was when they combined the garuda and the mecha godzilla that they got the mega godzilla so it was like his like super big form so that would make sense if they're going for that so that's cool so that kind of rolls right. in with my theory there that, you know, the two of them are going to mash him to pieces and then work on the real threat. And whether that's going to happen this movie or they're setting it up for a new, like hollow earth, super big, badass you know, monster, you know, Royal rumble, which would be super cool. And I hope that's what they're doing. Um, that's my theory.
2: All right. So let's uh, let's skip Chris for the time being. There he goes. Uh, and uh, move on. Let's, Oh, Chris is gone. Oh, Apparently it was a very, uh, very important emergency. Uh, but yeah, let's move over to Jess. Jess, what do you think? Do you think they're going to team up and uh, fight the real bad guy?
5: I think that they are, but I think that the thing is is like with the Hollow Earth, um, like they like she had said, uh, they had gone and explored and found all of the entry and exit points and all that stuff i think that whatever creatures were in there in the hollow earth uh became aware that they could leave and it's basically
3: like portal theory
2: oh that's a good one i like that Mm. yes
3: so Uh. I think that Mecha Godzilla is like the appetizer, like the amuse-bouche for for this film. I think that Godzilla and King Kong are going to team up to battle Mecha Ghidorah.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Mecha Ghidorah you
3: is <laughs> Because that is the inspiration in the head that they found.
2: Yeah, because we we've been speculating that they might use the head to make Mecha Godzilla, but you know, I. Well, why
3: would they make that use the head to make Mecha Godzilla? Doesn't that doesn't make sense? Creating Mecha Ghidorah makes sense.
7: So I mean, I get that, but they, the they, only I, reason why I say like they would use it to make Mecha Godzilla because it's the closest thing they have to like a ridiculous bank of like, even though it, it, I mean they kind of established Ghidorah's like not really a Titan, like it's an alien that came from out, you know, off world, but it's the closest thing they have to like a huge bank of Titan DNA. I I feel like it would just be more easily manipulated to get it to do what they want in that frame. But if they do fight Mecha Ghidorah, that's fucking cool too, man. Right? Oh my gosh.
2: (laughs) So that brings up my next
0: question. Well, before you get into that, uh, just real quick, quick, uh, and this is stupid, so I apologize. (laughs) No such thing on this show. Do you think you're going to be fighting, and uh, so Godzilla's kicking, uh, uh, or uh, King Kong's kicking Godzilla's ass, and then one of them is going to grunt Mothra, and the other is going to say Mothra? Why did you say? Why did you say that name?
7: You have this game. It's not that kind of
2: versus movie. <laughs> um, I like Jess's theory a lot, uh, and that would make a lot of sense. Uh, it would be kind of like in uh, the Dark night, uh, the Nightfall uh, storyline of comics. And I know, Brandon, you're uh, very, very familiar with this, where Bane breaks out all the, all the criminals of, of Gotham and forces Batman to spend like two weeks <laughs> rounding up everyone. There you go, buddy and to the point where he's utterly exhausted. And then, you know, he shows up and just fucking wrecks Batman, uh, snaps his spine and throws him off a building. Uh, it's, it's marvelous. Uh, that, you know, based on Jess's theory, that's something that could happen. If all these Kaiju are being released, um, and, again, talking about toy leaks, um, there are a couple of battle damage uh, Godzilla and Kong action figures. Oh. So, based on what we were just talking about, that kind of brings us to the next question. Who will be the bad guys? Monarch, Apex, or somebody else? Uh, Colleen.
6: I think that apex is definitely going to be the bad guys. I think monarch has already shown that they're kind of like, you know, in it for, you know, monsters bringing balance, or that seems to have been like their thing. Um, But I also really believe that the big actual bad guy is going to be whatever is coming out of hollow earth or whatever they've awakened. That's my whole thing. So.
2: All right. Jess.
5: I believe it'll be apex um like she like she had said you know they uh awaken these creatures and these creatures have become self-aware that they are not just secluded to their own land and they find you know the ways in and out and then they realize that you know there's there's more to this world than you know our world and everything just goes nuts and then, they, uh, and then they go and uh, realize that Apex is the uh, bad guys, so that these monsters are now going to go after them. But they don't know who is who because they're, you know, animal creatures. So they end up just like destroying
3: the world
2: yeah they don't they don't recognize like, oh, this guy is wearing a green suit, and that guy is wearing a a blue suit. So you can see the zipper. zipper.
3: <laughs>
6: everyone's
5: a target it's
6: It's true, and it makes sense too, because uh, in uh, the Godzilla King of the monsters, they had shown like that he had specific patterns that he would go through his territory and in and out certain um, what they would call wormhole tunnels through the center of the earth. So if they have actual Godzilla suppressed, then he's not making his rounds and keeping anybody. What is that? Do, 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 do.
2: that um, is something I'm preparing. <laughs> sorry.
6: But um, Yeah. So if he's not making his territorial rounds and keeping like, you know, like a lion, the hyenas at bay, you know, from in Hall Earth, they can come out. And I think that that's why they're trying to get Kong to, you know, suppress all the rest of the monsters that are leaking out because godzilla is not there to take care of it
3: see i think it's a like a rogue subgroup so i think monarch are the good guys at this point um apex are obviously the bad guys but you know how like when you have like those those couple of bad guys who go rogue from the other bad guys you know i think i think that's what we're going to see i think it's going to be tywin lannister um you know, uh, forming his own like underground group of you guys of aren't extreme enough of, for of, me. Of, kind of, yeah. you know, kind of like I have bigger dreams than what you're willing to do. And you know, I want to accomplish this. It's almost like you know, I want to accomplish world domination. Well, wait, hold on to
2: that for a minute because that's another question that's coming up. <laughs> So hold on Ooh. to your splinter Cell idea with Charles Dance. Okay, I'm going to Yeah, cool your jet hot shot. Settle down. <laughs> uh, Brandon, your thoughts on uh, who will the bad guys be?
7: I think Apex is going to spend a good chunk of the movie, a good uh, a majority of it even, uh, being the bad guys. Uh, and then for the rest of it, they're going to be the stupid guys who realize that they now need to begrudgingly work with Monarch to stop what's become the actual bad guy?
2: Yeah, uh, that's a that's a fairly uh, fairly good uh, fairly
0: good guess, Leonard. Ah, okay. <laughs> so I love all your theories, uh, Colleen. I think you're spot on. Here's um, why you're wrong. No, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna throw this. There's wild- three reasons why. <laughs>
2: I'm,
0: I'm gonna throw this wild card out there. Uh, definitely, Apex is the bad guys. But what if they are being misled or or controlled by the alien race that sent Ghidorah? Yeah, I was going to ask if anybody thought aliens were going to show up.
7: See, my my thing, my thing was like sort of a a bit reverse. Like it was, it's their hubris thinking that they can control Ghidorah by putting it in and. I'm sorry. What's going on? Uh,
2: go that's, ahead, Ashes.
7: You were physically
2: pained. I'm sorry. Giorgio Tsoukalos. Ashes is like I'm not saying it's aliens.
3: But... <laughs> my, my hair is not crazy enough.
2: Yeah.
7: No, go ahead. Go, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's all I was doing. Oh, uh but I mean, I, I I felt like it it might be this what I was saying like the other way it's 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 Apex's hubris in thinking that they could Control this thing and, and force it into something else. And while uh, they they use the Ghidorah brain to sort of power this mecha Godzilla, it actually like regenerated somewhat, regained some of its higher cognitive functions. And now they're like, "Oh, fuck! What the hell are we gonna do?" And they have to join forces with Monarch. So I mean, it's sort of the it's the same thing, uh, opposite ends of the spectrum.
0: Well, I, I totally get that. And my thought for the aliens is what if I'm thinking past this movie because they have to keep on upping the ante. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, it's I mean. building to something. Totally. So, why not bring an alien race that has bigger monsters or bigger. were
2: the Xylians the or Xillions from Planet X.
0: Maybe
7: that <laughs> would be something that they'd set up more for the next movie than bringing into this one, though.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, uh, end credit scene. So wow. with that being said, uh, let's move on ashes. This question is to you first. Mm-hmm. Will Charles dance make an appearance as Alan Jonah? And if so, what will his role be?
3: So Tywin Lannister is going <laughs> to be in this film and yeah. uh, he's going to be leading a rogue team of apex scientists, people, contributors, um, you know, unhappy with with the outcome so far of what Apex is doing, wanting to do more, wanting, you know, world domination or something along those lines, um, you know, is going to lead this team and, and go rogue. And I think that's where Mecha Ghidorah is coming from. I think it's coming not it's so Mecha Ghidorah, in my theory, is not an Apex thing. It's this, you know, rogue team of people Within led by Apex. Tywin Lannister.
2: Love it. What if it's not Apex but it's ApeX? <laughs> I will
7: sign off right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because I'm jealous you're, I didn't of it first no matter what. We're ApeX. <laughs> What's
1: uh, the so, password?
2: <laughs> How do you spell that? So, uh, so uh, that's bananas.
7: <laughs>
1: Kong, de- Kong defeats Kong
2: defeats uh, Godzilla by hurling feces at him.
1: <laughs>
2: what a shit way that would mo- that movie would end.
6: Literally. All um, right. Ugh.
2: When monkey use tools. Monkey throw poop. Yes. Will Alan Jonah make an appearance, and if so, what will his role be? Um,
7: I mean, uh, probably you know the the fucking mustache twirling dude in Apex, like he was in the last movie. Either that, or he's gonna just be man trying not to fall asleep in audience, like he played at the premiere of King of the Monsters.
2: <laughs> Jess, what do you think?
5: um i don't know i don't have a working theory for that one right yet
2: okay colleen
5: as always i have a theory
6: (laughs) so
2: and you're dancing about it
6: I am. I get so excited. So he, uh, his whole main thing that he was getting pissed off at everyone for in King of the Monsters was the whole reason he released all these monsters was to restore balance to the Earth because humanity sucks and we're ruining everything. So let's kill a giant proportion, if not all of us, and then just, you know, restore the balance of the planet so everything is as it should be. And he was so glad that been everyone- <laughs> All right. So yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I think he's gonna try and go for it. Whether he's going to uh either try and take over Apex from the inside out and he's the reason why Mecha Godzilla is just Reaching out and destroying all the apex sites like we kind of saw like in the trailer um, Is up for debate, but I really think that he's just still gonna try and do the same thing He wants to kill them all reset the earth like that's his whole goal in deal. So that's what I think he's gonna be doing
0: Leo Uh, Yeah, going with my theory before I think uh, He's gonna have a similar role except we're gonna find out that he's an alien or working with the aliens
2: Ooh. I don't think he's an alien. I think he's just British, um, <laughs> and uh, he's very concerned about his legacy and his sons.
3: But
2: one of them always comes up short.
3: He's just an alien, guys. He's just British.
2: Um yeah, I, I don't. We might tomato
7: buy- tomato. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We might find out that he's, you know, he has some advanced knowledge from aliens. Maybe he's using the Titans to terraform the Earth for his alien overlords. I mean, who's to say that
3: he wasn't able to, you know, by having Ghidorah's, one of Ghidorah's heads, you know, maybe he was able to intercept something? Yeah.
6: That's a huge, huge theory and i actually really like that because it kind of plays into a large part that they haven't really delved in yet but it looks like they are going to jump in on in this movie is certain humans having a telepathic ability with all of the monsters that's been huge in godzilla uh, who was it it was um Miki uh, segusa she was a telepath and she actually her actress currently holds like the um a record for like the most frequently reoccurring human character in any kaiju film she Mm -hmm. was in six different ones um and she was played by uh, Megumi Odaka, and she's awesome. So, her whole thing was she was able to be a telepath with like Godzilla, Baby Godzilla, a bunch of other people. And now we have like this little girl that they're talking about, Gia, um, who's able to talk to King Kong, or, you know, they're able to communicate one way or another. And they're both orphans um, for their respective families. Like in one of the comics, like they, um, what was the one it was the first one that, um, birth of kong
2: I oh, birth, oh, that one yeah. yeah
6: birth of kong yeah uh, they really go into his backstory and how he's actually born he was like the the he was born during combat while his two parents are torn apart by those little um skull colors no, or whatever yes. they are yeah so that was sad so um that could be a thing maybe it's possible that he was able to hook into some sort of um telepathic Uh, Link with either Ghidorah or another uh, alien or uh, Titan that's been emerging from the earth, you know from them screwing around in all of the little Hollow earth holes So who knows that's very very possible and he would be a perfect person to hijack because he seems to be uh, No matter what like a really Uh, Connected villain in almost all the roles he plays. So I can't see him, you know, signing on for a two bit part and, you know, seemingly in kind of King of the Monsters and not like having a huge villain reveal in this movie. So I think that that's going to be awesome.
3: And I kind of want to touch base just briefly on the whole, you know, humans having these connections, you know, telepathic, empathic Zee connections Zeng. with, you know, these these kaiju, it is far less creepy for King Kong to have a connection with this adorable little girl than it is for him to be grabbing at full grown women.
7: I'm just yeah. I'm just yeah.
3: bringing it out it's there. Oh like,
6: if you yeah. say
7: so no <laughs>
6: yeah no, i'm I, glad he's not thirsty he's got that under control and it's innocent so i'm happy <laughs> right
3: To it it more of a of a sympathetic character you're more likely to want to root for him in that situation because you see this bond that he has with this little girl and you know obviously they have this bond because or we're assuming they have this bond you know because they they can identify they they see each other in each other you know they see themselves in each other um i'm just saying like you know it's far less creepy having you know this adorable little girl have a have a bond with king kong than for him being like oh
7: woman yeah let me grab you you know uh-huh.
2: logistics of that would just be
7: just... how many yoga classes would you need to take
2: yeah right
7: i just want to say i i realize i i've changed my mind i think that Charles Dance is most certainly going to be involved, and he's actually going to be revealed as Brother Numsi from The Golden Child, and this is going to be a long-awaited follow-up.
2: Oh, very nice. No but man. yeah, as far as the, uh, you know, like Colleen was saying about, you know, psychic connections, uh, the Fairy Twins from Infant mm-hmm. Island with, uh, Mothra, no, Z's no. talking about, like, her, her, she's, like, third-generation, like, Mothra Whisperer, like, uh, mm-hmm. So, the next question I have. Oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. How will Monarch capture nice. Kong? And I think it might go.
3: Hey, Kong, you want to go on a trip?
2: Well, no, I have to do. I have to do but, King uh,
3: Kong, you on a vacation.
2: Time I
3: share. Timeshare.
2: <laughs> I think it might go a little something like this
4: Hey, I heard we're going to Ape Island. Yeah, to capture a giant ape. I wish we were going to Candy Apple Island. Candy Apple Island? What do they got there? Apes. But they're not
0: so big.
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
7: oh, that makes me happy. <laughs>
2: what? Oh, there's Chris. Hi, Chris. Yay. All right, he's back. He's back. Hey, Stop talking no, shit. No. All right. So, Chris, we'll, uh, we'll go to you first, then, since uh, you just joined back in and have no idea what, ta- what we're talking about. Uh, how will Monarch capture Kong? Because we do see him both in chains and with a collar around his neck, if you uh, pay close enough attention.
4: Well, basically, from some of the so-called spoilers that I've seen um, on some of the YouTube channels that say they got inside info, uh, so this is like a, a prediction done for me, not my own. Kong doesn't actually get captured so much as he goes peacefully because of that uh, that young girl that has that rapport with him, and he's actually chained on the boat to hold him on more than to keep, you know, to hold him there captive. I don't know why he appears to be unconscious for part of the way, but that's the impression I'm getting. He more, yeah, he more or less goes of his own volition.
2: Then what's with the collar? How'd they get the collar on him? That's my question.
4: Well, I don't want to speculate on that one.
2: It's an interesting theory. Uh, <laughs> Jess?
5: I believe that it kind of, like, they did the same theory that, like, Disney did with that uh, Mighty Joe Young where that girl... Who found Mighty Joe was the pawn, and I think that that's what they're going to do is they're going to use that girl to convince Kong, and that, that it's going to be this whole big disaster, and you know, and then we're going to end up being hmm,
2: interesting. Colleen,
6: hello, um, so. <laughs> My whole thing uh, with that is I really think that, yes, she's going to play a pivotal role um, because they do learn that she can communicate with him. I think that it is kind of half and half. I really think he's knocked out. I think that they got, like they said in the trailer, their one shot at this of getting him away. Um, I think they caught him off guard. Um, I think that they came out with um, something that they could use to Him, you know, whether it was, you know, one of those darts from the mighty monarch from, you know, um, I don't know. <laughs> but I think that uh, they have a one shot deal where this girl either convinced him, you know, that she needed his protection because his whole role and his whole deal on that island um, is to keep the peace, keep the balance. And he always does seem to come to the rescue of people that he seems to bond with or care about and he seems to bond and care about this girl and if she's actually able to communicate with him either fond of killing over here then you know maybe he is kind of a willing host and like he said that's kind of just his way of keeping him on the boat and keeping him secure
2: i like that i like that that's that's pretty good brandon Hey, whoops. <laughs> Surprise, it's your turn
7: <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker um, whoa. <laughs> uh, First of all First of all uh, Why has he got a collar? It's called Fashion Pad Look it up Sorry <laughs> But uh, no I think that it's It's gonna be uh, A blind I think They are gonna go in there And to like Like you said Like it's it's going to be our only chance. Uh, and they say like, this girl has a connection with him. Let's utilize that. We can, we can get him to come peacefully and docile. Like, you know, he, he, we know that, that we can get him to do that with her helping us. Uh, and they start on that. And of course, just as it seems like, Oh, everything's going to go, you know, it's a plan. It's either going to be like something happens and distracts him. And he kind of goes, ah, and they, they pull the trigger too quick or some dickhead, Says okay, just do it now, and they still like trank him, whatever, and then chain him up and, and try to pull him away.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Uh, let's see who's left, Leo.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so two different theories. One, uh, I both of them I to- think he totally goes on his own. Uh, the little girl definitely helps. Um, I think the chains is kind of like uh, Man of Steel, where you know he allows himself to get handcuffed and then he can break out of them at any time. Uh, yeah. So I think King Kong, same thing. He knows he can just get out of the uh, chains at any time. Or since they're going on a trip, they give him a big glass of milk, like they had to give uh, Mr. Mr. D. D. Yeah. <laughs>
7: <laughs> like the <raging>. 18. <laughs> yep.
1: I don't
0: fly, fool.
7: Yeah, <laughs> B ape Barakas. <laughs>
2: B a Kong, bad attitude Kong. us um, <laughs> what about you? What do you? How do you? How do you think they capture him?
3: So I think it's partial, partially him going on his own free will. I think this is all happening because it's not Godzilla, it's Mechagodzilla is going around and killing all of the other kaiju in order to be like. Well, one and only, even the of the monsters, which you know is weird. I, I, there's there's some there's some holes in my theory, um, but anyways, that's that, that's kind of where I'm at. So instead of waiting for Godzilla to go to this island and potentially destroy Kong, they're trying to catch Mecha Godzilla off guard, although they think it's Godzilla off guard. Um, so they go and they you know f- to the to Skull Island. Um, they realize that this little girl has this, this you know, connection with him. So they talk to her and convince her that this is for the best, and that he needs to go. And so, you know, she talks to Kong communicates with him. He's going on his own free will. However, you know, it's a long ride, and maybe they think that he's not going to travel well. I mean, I don't travel well. I don't fly well. I don't like boats. You
2: know, we did have, have, have to change you to the last.
3: Yeah and I was wearing a collar but that had nothing to do with the boat ride.
4: Um... <laughs> Imagine the horror of Kong getting seasick suddenly Oh uh...
1: cool.
4: <laughs> <laughs> look at all the you banana
2: know... chunks.
4: But I think that's <laughs>
3: Which is why you know the collar and the chain stuff come into play. It's to keep him in place. It's for his own protection. It's a bark
2: collar. It sprays him in the face every but time it's, he yells. it's
3: not even that. It's just to keep him upright. It's just it's for his own safety. In his position so that he can travel as safely as
2: possible. See, I'm going to go with um, they use like they use the girl. Similar to cause Leo was talking about Middle Earth earlier, and this kind of made me think of uh, the scene with Frodo and Gollum. When he's like, Yeah, come on, Gollum, like come see me, come hang out. And then like all the uh the uh Gondorian guys grab him when he's in the moon pool. And uh he's like, You're over there or whatever, whatever the fuck he said. Uh however he said it. I'm I do a bad Andy circus impression. Um But he'll he'll like you know stroll over and then you know they'll they'll grab him or they'll put like a sign like free gorilla seed you know and then like drop an anvil on his head. Um, But yeah, I I think the collar is there for uh, as a last resort, like it's an electric or something, because we've seen in the nineteen sixty two version that Kong gets a. power-ups from uh, getting hit by lightning, uh, which is what we also saw in uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla earlier today. Although in the first Godzilla, uh, electricity repelled him, but in this one, if he gets hit by lightning six times, it gives him a massive power-up and he goes, Super Saiyan. But, uh, you know, whatever.
0: Um, Just real quick, do you know the story behind that? uh, which, Which part? Uh, Godzilla or King Kong uh, getting um, uh, super, supercharged by electricity? No, I, uh, I I don't believe I do. The uh, from what I understand was uh, it was originally supposed to be King Kong versus Frankenstein. Yes, that's right. right. They, yeah, and they couldn't get the rights, so. They changed it to King Kong, but they kept that scene in there because uh, Frankenstein was supposed to be zapped by lightning and supercharged and be able to attack. That's right. I do remember hearing something like that. And uh, there was supposed to be a uh, a series of movies versus uh, Frankenstein's monsters. So Godzilla versus different Frankenstein's monsters.
2: So like similar to, you know, like War of the Gargantuas.
4: Uh, so next, evidently it was, Oh, I'm sorry. No, say, ahead, evidently it, according to the research I've done, evidently it was a Willis O'Brien idea. One of his last ideas before he passed on, he wanted to do uh, King Kong versus the giant Frankenstein monster. And eventually it was taken away from him and in the hands of Toho. And I guess we can figure the rest.
2: Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. So next question. Why? Will Monarch capture Kong? Are they doing it to kill Godzilla, to use as protection against him, or to experiment on Kong himself? And uh, I will start with Colleen.
6: So I think I kind of touched on this a little bit, uh, that the reason that they're getting Kong is because they're his as they said i think in the show it was like the last best hope or something like that and they need him to take care of the monsters that are coming out of those little portals from hollow earth but that's my theory um but also it kind of depends on which way they go so if that's like a thing that's happening then that's the reason but if really the only thing that's happening right now that Um, Everyone is aware of is Godzilla going on a rampage, which is, you know, really Godzilla. Then they don't really have anyone else left at this point that I'm aware of Other than Kong that hasn't been touched or hasn't gone up against Godzilla So that's possibly the only thing that they have left to do is just use Kong against him And hopefully he'll be smart enough to repel him And if they did happen to go, you know into and it seems like they do find out the history of the two of them because you see that one clip of um, oh my goodness that actress that was in 11 in 20, Bobby so- Brown thank you I love her I w- can't believe I couldn't remember her name she is the one that uh, goes on and saying you know they all look at this there's a history and they had a war and you know they're the last one standing and whether or not that actually um applies to godzilla versus kong or actually applies to you know kong and the kongs and his type in general and the um skull crawlers is a whole thing because that was actually almost word for word a line that was in the comics um when they had uh, that spirit vision that told them the history of Kong's birth was that there was a war between all of the apes and all of the skull crawlers that came out of hollow earth and that were, um, woken up by the bombs that they were dropping to map the island. So that it's one way or the other. So those are my two theories uh, depending on which way that they decide to go with this movie. So either those are the breadcrumbs they're sprinkling or, you know, I'm coming up with my own thing, but I'm excited either way, it's going to be a cool movie.
2: Well, Millie Bobby Brown joining, uh, joining, uh, you know, Monarch or following in her parents' footsteps, that would definitely say that that was her prerogative. Uh, so uh, nobody got that one. That makes me sad. Uh, no, I got it.
7: I, I got
2: it. <laughs> Is that what, you're- <laughs> That's what I was looking for? Yes. Uh, so,
0: Leo, what about you? Uh, okay. My theories are going to be way out there. Um, they're all aliens, God. but like they're all dead already. And this is, what <laughs> you mean. okay. So, um, I think Monarch, uh, okay. Why does Monarch capture Kong? Um, definitely because he is the last resort, but they already know Monarch knows, but not everybody else, uh, knows that it's Mecha Godzilla, and they know that real Godzilla is like down for the count. So, um they know king kong is going to be their only hope but they think that he can go to hollow earth to get um additional help or maybe that's where he gets the axe um so yeah the uh where was i going with that (laughs) 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 uh yeah yeah is that where you're
6: going what's that uh, maybe he's going in to rescue real Godzilla. Is that
1: what you're
0: saying? Well, I, I think uh real Godzilla is like like down for the count, he's he's like in some facility somewhere. So uh I, I think they're getting King Kong because they know he's the only Titan left that they have control of or that could possibly help. Uh and maybe he can get other type titans to help, uh, since Mecha Godzilla maybe could be that strong that he took out Godzilla. All right, that's fair. Um Christopher.
4: I'm thinking that uh, the the main conflict that's going on between Monarch and and Apex is that Monarch basically wants to establish, I don't know, uh, a mutually beneficial relationship with the Titans. And it it basically be on a, how do I put it? Basically, Godzilla will stay out of your way and you do what you got to do you know to protect the 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 world from the hostile um titans but there's that there's a degree i don't want to call it control because godzilla is basically yes yes Uh, i wish i could have thought of that word you put me to shame but that's (laughs) true symbiotic that that works and um But in terms of Apex, there's that other um, school of thought where all the Titans are bad, and all of them should be destroyed. And I think what they're trying to do is to protect Kong from whatever is going around and destroying the Titans. But unfortunately, Godzilla, an ancient enemy, the real Godzilla detects him and goes after him. That's the problem with taking Kong away from Skull Island.
2: Ooh, that's that's a good call, like taking him out of his area... Because um, I forget if it was the novelization or one of the comic books or whatever. The only other, the only Titan who was able to resist the uh, call of the Orca was Kong. Kong was like, oh, somebody else? Are they on Skull Island? Oh, they're not? Well, who gives a (laughs) shit? Like, that was basically his his rationale. Like, okay.
5: They're not bothering me.
2: Right. They're not here. Then I don't have to worry about it. Like I've That's got no Not crawlers. my
1: job.
2: <laughs> Sorry, that is not in my job description. I take care of skull crawlers and triceratopses. That's it. <laughs> uh, so, Jess, your theory.
5: Um, I actually believe it's both. Okay. I, I my working theory is that over decades you know technology and everything has uh evolved and now they have the technology and the means and stuff that they can actually go after kong and then what that does is removing him from that space that's like you know that's like the whole bunch. It's like having kids and the babysitter, you know, walks out of the room and there's no one to supervise the kids. So what happens, all these other monsters realize, Oh, he's not around anymore. We can do whatever we want. And then they start coming out of, you know, the hollow earth. And so I think that it's both. I think that they initially went to experiment because they now have the technology and the means and then it ends up just blowing up in their faces.
2: I like that. yeah, except uh, you know now eating uh, you know eating ice cream for dinner is a uh, slightly less of a uh, of a threat as opposed to you know like you know taking over the island completely like Kong is that apex that kind of keeps everything. You know it's sort of like uh, many years ago when, There was uh, an issue with uh, people thought there was an issue with wolves. So they get rid of they shot and killed all the wolves and then deer showed up uh, with no natural predators and ate all the crops. And then they're like, shit, now we need to bring wolves in from other areas to keep the deer population in check. Uh, I think that's the same thing. Like we see that here in Massachusetts. Oh, we have to get rid of the sharks because they're scary. Oh, we have nine hundred thousand fucking seals eating all the fish, and affecting <laughs> yes. the jobs of uh, the fishermen. Oh, well, it's probably the shark's fault. Like that's that's what we see. And Colleen, you're you're towards the Cape. You know what what I'm talking about.
6: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
2: So, mm-hmm. uh, since I called on you, mm-hmm. your turn. Oh.
6: Oh, I answered this one already. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. sorry. I, I, <laughs> I
2: don't want to about it again. Let's go to Brandon. Brand Hi. Sorry,
7: we just
5: <laughs> forgot about
2: you. No no worries. I'm patiently
7: <laughs> waiting. I'm fine. Um. Yeah, so anyway, I think um it's going to start off as not necessarily an experiment on him. Uh, but more of an experiment to uh, start to establish uh, more meaningful communication and their uh, timetable and the severity of the situations, you know, it's all going to be heightened uh, because of what's occurring within the confines of the story with, you know, Godzilla going, you know, ape shit. And uh, (laughs) they are probably going to have to kind of push and, and really see what they can do to get that uh, young girl to, coax and convince kong to come through and that's when it's gonna you know oh shit you know and they're gonna trank him and and chain him up but it's probably gonna start off as trying to see what they can do about you know being like hey we're okay you're okay and maybe you could help us figure out what's going on down here just the beginning stages of that and everything kind of you know goes to shit because of uh the entire worldwide situation
2: I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, Leo's checking on his aliens and his snakes. So <laughs> let's go to Ashes. <laughs> 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 they're snailians. Uh, uh, Ashes, why will Monarch capture Kong?
3: So I think it's kind of a combination of what everyone has been saying for the most part. Um, I think they're primarily going to go to Skull Island and capture him because, you know, what, Better thing to best a kaiju than another kaiju. You know, we saw that in the first Legendary Godzilla film. You know, Godzilla was called upon to best another kaiju, um, and I think that the scientists are going to be like, well, you know, I mean, we have them, so you know, maybe we we do some experimentation on him.
7: Uh, well, but we, I, but I some... have them. You're
3: here, I'm here. Let's do some stuff. You know, get some samples, and you know. Do some sciencey stuff and see what happens.
2: You mind if we take some of your blood? Like, we'll put it back. Or not?
3: But that, I think the primary uh, the primary purpose of them going to Skull Island because I feel like that that's a place that uh, they don't visit often. They don't really want to.
2: Especially with that yeah. eternal, perpetual storm that surrounds yeah. moon. right.
3: It's very hard. I feel like, you know, uh, their, their their primary purpose of going and capturing Kong is to best Godzilla, who is, you know, um, Godzilla, quote, unquote, you know, who's going off the rails. And, you know, they're, they're, they might take advantage of the fact that they have Kong in their presence. Cool.
7: Speaking of Kong in their presence, Leo <laughs> Bond, everyone.
2: Oh, what did I do? Well, it's like, uh, whoa. yeah, I, I wouldn't say Kong in our presence. I might say <clears throat> gorilla in your midst.
7: <laughs> Good night, everyone.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Leo, now that you're back, we can ask you this question: What's up? Why will Monarch capture Kong? Oh, I answered. Yeah, okay, you yeah, did. Everyone- yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're. Oh, uh, good. they're def- Why don't I have another drink? Um, <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: I, I got a question for you. Okay. Will they throw in Godzuki for fan service? I hope not.
4: Mm. I, I, One can only hope. I think hope. Hanna, Bar- Hanna Barbera owns Godzuki. Oh really? <laughs> or is this? Is, you know, Are we? Are we once again? A lot of people mistake Godzuki in Manila from the Toho films, but there was actually an entirely separate entity. Yeah, Hanna-Barbera didn't have the rights to use any Toho kaiju other than Godzilla, but a lot of people, whenever you mention Minilla, you know, his son, so-called son from the movies, people say, yeah, that's Godzuki. And when you say no, they say, well, where am I getting Godzuki from? I know I'm getting that from somewhere. Well, it's the Hanna-Barbera animated series. How could you ever watch that cartoon and
7: not remember that that's where Godzuki was from? It's part of the friggin' song at the beginning. Like, <laughs> they even go like, and Godzuki! It's, th- it's the most annoying thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, I don't, I'm not, like, super into this stuff. And today, while I was watching this shit with my wife, I was like, the only thing I know is that's almost like that stupid baby Godzilla from that cartoon. <laughs> I, mean,
0: I thought they were the same. I thought I thought it was Godzuki, but I thought Godzuki was in the um, movies. I would like to say,
2: unequivocally, one hundred percent. So there is no no ambiguity. Fuck Manila, Uh, (laughs) or Minya. Sorry, he sucks. He's the worst. (laughs) Just want to throw that out there.
7: Was it was this, like the scrappy dude to his
2: Scooby-Doo? <laughs> yeah. Like, not even. Scrappy-Doo at least, like, you know, could put up a was fight. Scrappy.
7: It was or Scrappy, tra- yeah.
2: Literally. You know, as Ashes quoted him earlier when, you know, what was it? Uh, What'd you say, Puppy Power? No. Oh, what, what fucking movie was it? It was one of those movies where he was forced to fight. I think it was Gabra. Uh, because Godzilla's he
4: had- Revenge.
2: Godzilla's Revenge, yes, which had no revenge by Godzilla. It was um, <laughs> wonderful. Minya, uh, where the little kid was imagining that he was seeing uh Minya or Manila, depending on you know which version that you are seeing, the American or Japanese. And he meets him for the first time and he's hiding from bullies. And Minya is also hiding from a bully, Gabra, who fucking sucks. Um but He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm just sitting around lonesome cause I got no friends." It's like, "Oh my God, you suck so much!" <laughs> like that's the first like, he speaks, and that's the first thing you hear him say. It's like, "Oh God, you suck so much. <laughs> you are the worst. You are the worst." Where, are can you find friends around, around the bush? <laughs> just, just, tell us how you feel. I know, I know. So, <laughs> I have, uh, I have uh, a couple more questions. Before we, uh, before we wrap this up, because we've been going uh, just about two hours now. So next to last, the penultimate question, will larval or full-grown Mothra make an appearance? And I'm going to wait. I'm going to save you for last, because I know Mothra is your very favorite. Uh, hopefully we will see the all black and gray uh, Gothra because uh, she went through that that phase and uh, spent a lot of time at Hot Topic. Uh, but we will start with
3: Emo was not-
2: Colleen. Will Larval or full-grown Mothra make an appearance?
3: I want her to, because
6: she is the queen of my heart as well as the queen of the monsters. And um, oh, I, I don't see it happening, though. I want it to, but I don't see it.
2: Even though they mentioned having an egg in uh, the post credits newspaper clippings of King of the Monsters.
6: I don't remember hearing that.
2: They didn't say it. They were that. The, no I the idea. Oh,
6: um, then yes, she will definitely be there because she needs to be there because I will be very sad if she's not.
1: But oh, I didn't know garden.
2: that there was an will egg. Will we see will we see larval Mothra or, or full grown?
6: i think it's going to be a significant amount of time between the end of king of the monsters and um this film so i think
5: that it would be full grown if they're going to show it's going to be full grown
2: all right jess
5: i hope to god that mothra shows up i hope so much and i do think that it's going to be full grown mothra
1: all
0: right leo Uh, full grown. Uh, yeah, I think there's going to be like a, I think they're all going to like gather towards at the end. She's going to show up at the end with other kaiju to defeat Mechagodzilla.
4: Christopher. I'm thinking, come on, Mothra has to make an appearance. They have to have, they just, I'm sorry, but legendary just has to have a major surprise for us in there somewhere. And I'm thinking, yeah, she pops up unexpectedly towards the end. Larval or full grown? Oh, full grown. It's got to be full grown. So she flies to the rescue. I I can envision a variation of that scene already. Oh yeah, Brandon.
7: Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that we're gonna see Mothra full grown. It's gonna be towards the end. Uh, I I pretty much, uh, I'm I'm right there with Leo. I I think that's exactly how it's gonna go down.
2: Ashes. So.
3: Yes, we are going to see Mothra. Yes, she's going to be full grown. Um, and that's going to be the surprise because, you know, we we know of the eggs. So I feel like it wouldn't be a surprise if we saw her in the larval form. But I do think it would be a surprise if we see her full grown. And I think she's going to be the reason why King Kong and Godzilla and whoever else are able to to, to ultimately defeat um, you know, the, the penultimate uh, the villain, ultimate. The, the ultimate villain in, in this. Um, I have some theories and I don't.
2: Well, now's the time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> fine. so i think that she's going to be the one who Like wherever godzilla is we don't know where he is right now we're thinking that this mecha godzilla thing is godzilla and so i think once they realize you know hey this isn't godzilla this is mecha godzilla where is godzilla and i think that the 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 fairies or the Zijing. woman who, yes the woman who has so him, um you know, a uh, uh, connection with the Mothra character, the Mothra lineage, I think that she is going to, you know, do something to kind of awaken Mothra or call upon Mothra, Mothra who has been, you know, uh, from egg to larval to full grown state, just just growing you know, between the last film and this film, she is going to, you know, be called upon to awaken Godzilla, because oh. let's face it. I mean, you know, Godzilla really is nothing without Mothra.
2: She did save him in the in the last film, and
3: I wouldn't be surprised if we oh. see her sacrifice herself again for
2: him. Oh, that's what she does. That's like her deal. That's yeah, like her that's like thing their thing relation. Yeah.
4: Will we get an updated version of the Mothra song? That's what I'm wondering.
2: Yeah, it's going to be like a rap version like what we saw in the um, <laughs> in the trailer. All right, I am going to break with everyone and I'm going to say we are going to see double larval Mothra. The egg's going to crack open. There's going to be two larvas that pop out and they're going to yeah. shoot their little webby string so. stuff at them. <laughs> well, I like uh, what Asha says about, you know, um, that
6: you know, three-time grandmothered um, uh, monarch lady having a connection with the Mothra and possibly, you know, finding or awakening them or whatever but if we remember in the king of the monsters little miss Poppy brown there had a thing with mothra even before the orca was turned on it kind they kind of had like shared a little bit of a connection so maybe she could be the one that kind of either awakens them out of their larval state or is able to communicate that hey we're kind of looking for godzilla or we want to know what's wrong with them so that could be a thing as well
2: i see i can i can imagine uh Ziyang, Zhang, her character. I can't remember her character name, but I remember her name because I think she's a phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Same thing. <laughs> uh, seeing her like, oh, we have to sing the Mothra song to wake her up.
1: <laughs> wake up!
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since we are uh, running uh, pretty long, we've, we've gone over two hours. Wait, I her have...
3: wake up song is System of a Down.
2: Yeah, I was just
3: damn it. Wake <laughs> up! <laughs>
2: um, instead of like over and over saying like Mothra over and over again, like you know, then you got Bradley Whitford going, "Hey, you think they worked hard on these lyrics?" Um, <laughs> so, final question, and we're gonna
4: start with Christopher. Who wins? Come on, it's got to be Godzilla. I mean, much as we love Kong, and I will always love Kong, and I'll appreciate every, I appreciate every—I mean, everything he's done for the genre. I mean, he was the first. 1933 goes all the way back. He jump-started the genre. Even if he, you know, he didn't it didn't become a major thing after him, he certainly was, uh, you know, the prototype. And you know, he's had staying power, and I appreciate it. But come on, Godzilla. Has always been known as King of the Monsters. No way does Kong take it from him, but I think Kong will give a good fight. And I think ultimately we'll, both teams will be cool with each other because Kong and Godzilla will have to team up against a common foe. So Team Kong will kind of forgive Team Godzilla for getting the bragging rights. Jess.
5: I agree. I think that. They will end up having to team up and then it will be all of the monsters against the Mecha Godzilla. and we're gonna find out that that's actually the Mecha Godzilla and then you know, they'll forgive each other and bygones will be bygones and they will fight together for the greater good.
2: Colleen.
6: Oh dude. Um so
5: I'm still going with my
6: um thing where I believe that Khan is actually going to defeat the first godzilla um mecha godzilla i think that they're gonna give him that win um and then it's revealed that it's a robot whatever i think that they go on like this little thing to find the real godzilla i think that's where Mothra's gonna come in to lead them to awaken godzilla from wherever he is and then they're gonna come out with that you know mega mecha godzilla or whatever where it's um you know, bigger and better. And it's going to have to go up against either all the monsters or Kong and the real Zilla because in no realm of anything is Kong going to defeat this version of real Godzilla because he reduced, um, Ghidorah to Ash. He was so OP. Like, there's no way that super smart, awesome monkey with a hammer, and I really like his little hammer, or axe, or whatever you're gonna call it. It's awesome, it's legendary, it's got lore behind it, it's beautiful, I'm all for it. I think it's gonna make a fantastic thing, and I think that's how he kills the original mini Mecha Godzilla. But, uh, overall, with the two of them at their best so there's no way that kong defeats real
0: godzilla given this one to zilla Um, okay i'm gonna say i colleen I, i like your theory i think they're not gonna fight at all and i think it's gonna be uh similar to what you said where kong is he's not gonna defeat mechagodzilla but he's going to realize that it is Godzilla. He's going to, like, uh, with the axe, he's going to rip part of his skin off or something like that. Then when he knows, sees the real Godzilla, you know, he's going to know the difference. Um, and I think that he's going to get his ass kicked at first, and it's going to be sort of like Rocky, where they do the fight, he loses, they do a training montage, and then they all come back together. and, and- <laughs> <laughs> see Godzilla pounding a glass full of eggs. Yeah. And they're all yeah. monster eggs. Yeah.
1: Uh... <laughs> he's, he's
0: fighting the, the uh, boxes of meat Or the uh, the frozen cow the hanging pie.
2: carcasses of other kaiju
0: Yeah <laughs>
6: well, They have their first get together Meet up in the trailer Where they're just transporting Kong On this giant aircraft carrier And that's when they first have the clash So I don't Think that Kong's gonna win that one. Godzilla's got the water, so I think that's where he has his rocky moment where he gets beat up and then he does get a training montage. That's when he gets his little axe, and then that's where I think he defeats that little mini mecha Godzilla. So I agree
2: with Leo. Cool, all right, Paubra
7: Paubra.
1: <laughs> <Power>
7: <laughs> oh man, I hope that becomes a thing. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so I actually, I I pretty much agree with Leo. I mean, both Freddy and Jason lived at the end. That's that's basically how I feel about this. right? they they I think Kong's going to go up against what we see to be Mecha Godzilla. Um, he gets his ass handed to him. That's why Mecha Godzilla is able to get away. It turns into some crazy mega stupid thing that both kong and godzilla the real godzilla are going to work together to defeat
2: i think that's a pretty good idea ashes what do ye think
3: well i think this is actually a really good battle for this week first of all who do you think is going to win oh yeah that's the killer kaiju battle yeah godzilla or king kong so we'll definitely be posting that
2: sandboxes Um, earth
3: yes and bosses earth anywhere anywhere um i i kind of agree with what everyone has been saying for the most part um i think good is going to triumph over evil take that as as you will um you know that's not usually the,
2: the way it works in life the, Say
3: what? <laughs> that, that's why we go to the movies that's true um I think that uh, yeah, kind of you know, uh, reflecting what everyone else has said, um, they're going to end up teaming up. There's going to be a big team up to face you know the the ultimate villain, whatever that may be, and you His know Jerry. So Godzilla Strike. and John are going to team up to defeat Jerry and Mecca, um, Alan,
2: Jonah. <laughs> Mecca Charles Dance.
3: Mecca Tywin Lannister. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, that, that's my opinion.
2: I think uh, I also agree that it's going to be uh, Godzilla, but I don't think it will be super easy, barely an inconvenience. I think it will be super difficult, very much an inconvenience.
3: <laughs> Do you think this is going to set up for another film?
2: I think this is going to set up for a whole series of films, hopefully. I, I know that this is kind of like the end of Legendary's um, attachment to uh, this set of kaiju. Like, they were able to get Mothra, Rodan, Kong, I'm mean, sorry, Mothra, Rodan, uh, Ghidorah, and um, Godzilla, but they're. Um, their contract with Toho kind of like ran out with this film. And I don't know if they've uh, been able to renew that, Um, especially where we got to see uh, Shin Gojira, which has now turned into uh, a franchise itself with Shin Ultraman, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, even though I'm not overly familiar with Ultraman or any of his, uh, any of his like cast of characters, his rogues gallery, so to speak. Um, But I like the fact that, you know, um, I almost said Monarch legendary has done such a good job with these characters to the point where Toho has decided like, Ooh, they did a really good job here. This is not, you know, 1998 godzilla like they're doing a great job they've been very uh true to the characters uh we need to come up with a new one and like they made their godzilla even bigger than 2014 godzilla by like you know uh a small margin and then you know the king of the monsters version of godzilla was like four and a half feet taller just Like it's definitely uh what they call it in uh, Bob's Burgers a peeing race yes (laughs) (laughs) as opposed to a pissing contest
3: (laughs) but I think the the fantastic part about all of these films combined especially you know the ones that are coming out recently is that it's introducing a new generation to these characters and I know you know some people with kids and stuff you know their their kids are very much interested in these new you know kaiju films and they're in is peaking you know uh, they're going back into the cinematic universe and you know going back to some of these older films and you know really uh delving into the lore and stuff so i think you know anytime you can introduce classic beloved characters to a new generation it's always a good thing
2: yeah i uh, totally agree so you know, oh, Godzilla's gotta you leave using the escalator. Sorry. <laughs> um, we are, want, by
4: the way, g- g- getting them a Kong. Um, ana- oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh yeah, we are getting um a Kong animated series that takes place in the monster verse that will be premiering on Netflix. You could, I ask everyone, go on YouTube or Google it. I. I've heard a lot about it recently, so it is returning in that sense. So I guess they still have conk.
2: Yeah, it takes place um, during uh, John C. Riley's time as a young man on the island. Ooh. Like when he and uh, I believe his his Japanese friend is Kenji. Uh, I believe the two of them. Uh, it's like their story of the time that uh, that they spent on the island, you know, learning to uh, live with the natives and whatnot. Obviously, prior to uh, Tom Hiddleston and his group showing up,
7: well, that's that's you pretty know. cool. Uh, I actually, I really liked uh, his his uh, plot, plot line, like storyline through Kong Skull Island. That that was a really effective part of that movie. I found yeah,
2: and, and him meet, seeing his wife and his son for the first yeah, time.
7: Yeah, yeah, oh. it was
2: great, dude.
7: Like for real. I, I mean, I I, I was actually genuinely impressed with Kong Skull Island. I, I was kind of pissed at myself. But I hadn't seen it by the time I finished it. I was like, ah, I should have fucking
0: watched this on my own.
2: We saw, we, we've we seen all of them in the theater just because, like, I love these movies. And I think I've kind of gotten you really into them, especially the newer ones. Maybe mm-hmm. not so much the older ones, but the, definitely the, this, uh, the legendary MonsterVerse. I mean, you are already a fan of Gamera.
3: I love Gamera.
2: Gamera is uh, really neat. and He's uh, filled with meat. filled with meat. So I want to thank you guys all for uh, not only joining me, but for spending uh, a little over two hours with me and, uh, and ashes and uh, talking about Godzilla and some of these cool uh, theories and, and wild speculation. And I know Leo loves uh, the aliens and stuff that uh, that's, that's where he is uh, planted his flag and that's where
0: he's going to stay. Well, I, I, I don't, I just think they, they need a bigger, thing to go into the next series for
6: it's not totally wrong especially where patsy brought up like um ultraman and stuff like that if Mm -hmm. we were ever going to introduce ultraman um to the like the american cinema like this would be a great way to do it um because he is kind of like a galactic he's almost like voltron only it's a singular person yeah he turns himself into like a kaiju size awesome guy and um you know, with Ghidorah being introduced and being like, you know, an extraterrestrial being, why not have an extraterrestrial basically police force show up? I mean, that
7: didn't, means- didn't they have an Ultraman show? Like, didn't they show it on Fox on Saturday mornings for a while back in the 90s? Yeah,
4: yeah I think they, 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 they Ultraman Tiga. I,
6: I think yeah. it was Ultraman Tiga. Okay. Yeah, not many people did. So it didn't really catch on.
4: But I'm, I'm there was an American-made series of Ultraman. I believe it was called Ultraman Towards the Future. Am I correct? You might an be, American Ultraman series.
2: I honestly don't know. Maybe I, I, a lot of people didn't watch it because they. Yeah, you had at the
4: videos. It,
2: not be yeah, familiar. It they looked at a of the Power Rangers, mm. which in itself was a <laughs> Japanese show. <laughs> Uh, humans are funny I wouldn't hate <laughs> Seeing a potential crossover With the uh, Pacific Rim versus- uh, I would love that
6: yeah. so much I really enjoyed those movies Both of them, mm-hmm. honestly
2: I know Ashes loves it uh, It took me like five years to get her to watch it And she finally did and she loves it She goes, oh man, Pacific Rim job is the best <laughs> <laughs> Oh my I would
3: love to see Godzilla get a Pacific Rim job
7: marvelous oh my god fucking hey dude
3: (laughs) oh i love it
2: one of my favorite uh christmas tree ornaments that ash has got me
0: oh did you see the uh they're gonna have a funko where he's shooting the fire Yes. yes
3: yes and there's a variant that glows in the dark
0: yeah
2: I yeah. have a Godzilla and I have uh, like the big one and I have a Kong Skull Island uh, where he's holding a helicopter. Nice. Um, I want
4: to get a Godzilla piggy bank.
2: Like the, uh, the lucky cat?
4: Yeah. Or- I want a I I I piggy bank.
3: <laughs> See, I want to get the Godzilla humidifier.
6: I've
4: seen that. That's amazing. Yes. Oh, that's it, the, it, it the Atomic Breath, that's awesome. That yes. is so awesome. Yes. yes. I would steal I, it from you if you yes. got it.
2: <laughs> that'd be a hell of a drive, Chris.
4: <laughs> I mean, probably um, work. Considering med- for- <laughs> Well, but, for uh, medical reasons, I can't drive right now, so that'd be a hell of a hitch. I'd hitch over there to get it.
2: Oh. <laughs> can you cover my uber <laughs> <laughs> i will say though this was on my birthday cake several oh. years ago uh, the batteries have died but he used to when he opened his mouth uh it would be blue but yeah he is a full what what year was that
3: um How it was, was that, four like years <laughs> 30 30 and it may have been for your 35th birthday
2: because i'm a grown-up
3: and then I got these cute little Godzilla rings and put them on cupcakes for people. Aww, that's adorable. You know, you we're know, grown
2: They're up. Are- we did a Star Wars theme for my 30th. So.
6: I, I had a nice black and white um, Godzilla thing, and it was like kept in its little box, and then Odin decided that he loved it so much I couldn't say no, so I just gave it to him. Odin's my two-year-old. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did get yes! this one.
6: I believe it is that same one. Okay, yeah, he's... No. The Mine's the shorter snub-snap one. Um, um, yeah, this
2: is, is the 1954. This is 1954 Godzilla.
3: <laughs> yes. Must be. And then, um oh, who, who does the really awesome figures? NECA? NECA yeah, NECA has put out some really fantastic... Burning Godzilla? The, the different eras of Godzilla that I'm dying to get my hands on. I'm, I'm dying to get my hands on the what? The, I think it's the, the 50... Yeah. Maybe the 54 version.
2: Joe, where's my stimulus? <laughs> <laughs> I need Godzilla figures. Uh, but, yes, we are, uh, we're going to wrap this up because we're going almost two and a half hours, and I really appreciate you guys taking the time and uh, spending time with us. So uh, we're going to ask uh, where folks like to be followed on social media, starting with uh, Chris. Chris, where do you like folks interacting with you on social media, and uh, where can folks find your work as well?
4: Well, other than Amazon, where you can find me just by putting Christopher Nigro in uh, the search engine in Amazon – Spelled with an F, not a PH. Christopher with an F. Um, or go to my um, public group, Wild Hunt Press, which is uh, for my label. You could talk to me there anytime, and anyone's welcome. And yeah.
2: So like, so spelled like uh, hold on, like that. See?
4: <laughs> what a dick! Uh, not wrong. <laughs> A, he's a whole Brandon dick with, with the balls.
1: <laughs> what an asshole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's come a, on. That's funny. Can't it's
1: you the know
3: Steven it? thing all over again. Steven, Steven with a PH.
2: <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> that was just for you.
4: I love you so much. <laughs> uh, and I'll have a website soon. So, uh, yeah. I'll keep it, keep you informed.
2: Yeah, and you've got one of my stories that's uh, uh, hopefully going to be included in the uh, Duel of the Monsters Volume 2.
4: Oh, I'm going to soon edit it. I've already checked out the first couple paragraphs. It's in, man. All right. Duel of the Monsters Volume 2. It's in.
2: Oh, awesome. All right. Next up. uh, Let's see. Let's go in order. Jess, Jess, where can folks find you?
5: Um, they can find me on Facebook at Jessica Snyder model, um, or Instagram. I believe that is, my handle is hot wheels model official. underscore official or so, it's, it's something like that.
2: I'll put links in the show notes,
5: but yeah, that's where they can find me Facebook or Instagram
2: and, uh, they'll be able to find you in, uh, in a feature film Hopefully uh, coming out, uh, probably not this year, probably next year.
5: 2022 but, is what we're looking at.
2: Yes. And uh, I, think th- I think this is uh, the start to uh, quite a few things uh, for you. And uh, I think you'll be in quite a bit of uh, the, the horror genre. And I'm looking forward to that.
5: Hey, if it makes me busy, I'll be happy. If it keeps me busy, I'll be happy.
2: Colleen where can folks find you and uh, your uh, your work
6: yeah well I am this is technically my first little live or video casted anything um, but I am going to be doing um, some podcasting with amalgamania um, so you can find me on their um, Facebook page amalga mania the way it sounds and you can also find me on my own uh, web or facebook page call leen so it's kind of spaced out c-o-l space l-e space e-n um no weirdos yeah Yeah, we are weirdos and i believe also might be on spotify uh amalgacast which right now i haven't been on but i will be shortly so yes where you can find me
0: leo what about you uh, well, I'm kind of hard to find, uh, but if you just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Google Leopon, uh, like I always say, uh, you know, just Google me, you, uh, you'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true. Could be not. I'm not going to say which is which, uh, but more importantly, head on over to the door which you can find, uh, just about 30 shows on a network, maybe more by now. And, uh, a lot of our shows are now showing up on hellfire radio. So, uh, tune into hellfire radio through live 65, uh, or go to hellfire radio.com. Uh, but tons of different shows on the network, a lot of awesome stuff. And, uh, like I said earlier, I do, uh, four shows a week. Uh, we do the indie creator spotlight with me and Patsy. Uh, and then Tuesday we do the comic book show splash pages. And then Wednesday we do, um, still token with, I produce that for them. And then the dorking. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Leo does quite a bit.
2: Uh, it's not every day you get to chat with an anthropomorphic body of water. <laughs>
0: And uh, a snake killer. <laughs> <laughs> <Moving> <laughs> axes.
6: Those stories will hurt me for days.
2: <laughs> Powerful sure. Brent, where can folks find you and your shenaniganizing?
7: Terrific, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you guys can find me. Uh, I, I run a group on Facebook called Powers Combined, uh, all capitalized with an exclamation point. Uh,
2: you know, with purpose. Three exclamation points, <laughs> pirate flag.
7: <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a it's a group uh, we discuss. Um, I mean, it's it's just a geek culture thing altogether. Um, I'm I'm a big movie, comic book, TV uh nerd and and such. So, uh, I started the group with a buddy of mine, Pat. As you guys are involved in it too, uh, your yeah. admins. You know, you guys have been there for quite some time. Um other than that, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, my handle is at Brandon's powers. Uh, cause I'm super original. <laughs> uh, and you could also find me anywhere, uh, where they sell uh, plus size plaid button down shirts for men. And
2: tangle hats.
7: Oh, for sure. That's it. <laughs> I mean, come on, buddy. Uh, <laughs> And lastly if uh if anybody out there is looking to make some extra cash right now uh so am I so let me know <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, where can uh where can folks find us our house that's where we live
3: <laughs> oh, you- <laughs> <laughs> Um, You can find us everywhere. Search for Throwdown Thursday. The best place to go is throwdownthursdaypodcast.com. That's where you'll find some fun articles that we've written, and links to our latest episodes, and all of our social media, and all of Coffee. that fun stuff. Deadly Grounds Coffee, a whole bunch of stuff. So
2: Throwdown Thursday podcast on YouTube as well as uh, if you're not watching this on uh, on YouTube at the moment and you want to because you want to see uh, all these delightful people and all their delightful faces, uh, you can do that. Um, yep. See so you got you got Colleen over there being adorable uh in front of her uh in front of her droids. And um <clears throat> I just want to thank you guys for uh taking the time and uh I uh, I had a lot of fun with this. This was a good time. I was looking forward to this all week. And we're definitely gonna to have to do another follow-up to see how right or wrong we were uh once once the movie drops and we'll have to do another episode. But until then, um uh, I think that's a good time to wrap up. And, and wait, 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 everybody everybody, all together. You ready? We will see, see you, you next
1: it,
2: This is why we sk- we shouldn't have skipped rehearsal in, in the fact that we didn't have rehearsal at all and I just sprung this on everyone. Else. Or even why we should have planned one. <laughs> why, yeah, why we should have planned one?
3: A, a, a countdown.
2: All right, so it's three, two, one. Are you ready? Three. What are we <laughs> saying again?
7: <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. The, the part that you skipped out on was like, "Hey, we're gonna say this thing."
2: Yeah. All right, hold on, hold on, hon. Hold Am I ready? Oh, oh, let me spell it right. Oh, this is making for some uh, compelling sounds. <laughs> Yes. You're
6: building up the anticipation.
7: Ah.
3: Shivering.
2: Are you ready? We will. will See see you. That's as good as it's going to get, folks. Take care. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.